Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. I'm coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and the sweetheart, Sam Boffman. Our guest today is the one and the only Alexis Fox. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram, Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok, the Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. Jalen Dube, how we doing, baby? Feeling foxy. Feeling foxy, like looking That's good. Fun. Like it, love it, want more of it. Sam, thanks for coming. How you feeling? pretty great how are you guys uh you know any better they'd have to lock me up <laughs> well uh speaking of getting locked up this is the working perspectives podcast let's get this thing started let's go it's our objective to be effective by voice in societies working perspective exploring your day and how you get paid launching a new Every Tuesday, your day can transform while we inform with new episodes available on every platform. So check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do us a solid share and subscribe. Which you sharing? Which you sharing? Which you sharing? So, real quick, can I tell you a joke, Alexis? Yeah, she can tell me a joke, of course. Okay, all right. Just so you're right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I told this one to Adrena, and it brought the house down. I'm just saying. Okay. Just be ready. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> what did Ernie say to Bert when Bert asked him if he wanted some ice cream? I have no idea. Sure, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense it I love Sherbert, actually yeah, who doesn't and <laughs> all right on the show today we have a superstar entrepreneur she's producing a limited edition malbec she has her own coffee brand high af coffee which she has donated 100 percent of her sales to frontline responders fund she served in the united states air force she's a world traveler She's been nominated and has won at the AVN Awards, XBiz Awards, Night Moves Awards, XRCO Awards, X Critic Awards, Fleshbot Awards, and Cami Awards. She is the 2020 and 2022 AVN Award winner for MILF Performer of the Year. She has a degree in sociological psychology. She is a dedicated gardener that, owns, that grows her own fruits and vegetables and was a tomboy in high school. On the show today, <laughs> we have the one and only Alexis Fox. 
thank you so much, guys. Wow, that's a heck of a heck I of mean, a mouthful of intro. It was it was all true. So oh <laughs> yeah, and I have beer coming out. So oh yeah, I was gonna ask that. So you're doing the well. We have a couple questions first, but Alexa, yeah, no worries. We'll, we'll talk we'll get about there. that. But uh, Alexis, but so we as we do at the top of the show, we ask a couple questions. So real quick, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part One or The Godfather Part Two? I say one. Wow. Yes. Wow. I always feel like the first movie of all those different series. Not that like is always like that. That's what catches you to want to watch the next next part. You're like, fuck, I got to watch something else again. It's Mm. not the second one that gets you hooked. It's the first one. Mm. It draws you in. You're not wrong. Yeah. And a lot of times those sequels can be like shitty. Not The Godfather (laughs) in particular. I'm just saying a lot of times when there's a sequel, you're like, I could have stuck with the first one. Yeah. You're not wrong. There's plenty of sequels that didn't live up to the hype. Absolutely. And then, okay, so what about Cheetos, crunchy or puff? Um, you know what I find myself? I really like stale puffy Cheetos. Oh my god, <laughs> like the stale ones too. They get like right, a little greasy. And I have on a road trip, and I'm like, oh, these gotta be bad. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know, but like, I'm like, are these a little stale? Okay. The, yo, I'm not gonna lie. Say like you're the out fingers, of- get all that cheese off. Like yeah. it's just, I like, turn into a, like the kid again. You know? Yeah. No. I, honestly, I'll say this. When like say you have like Cheetos and in like a bowl at a party, I always wait like at the end of the night. I just think they're better because they're yes, because they sat out. They're a little yeah. stale. I'm telling yeah. you, got that yeah. weird foamy crunch. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I okay. always feel awful afterwards after I got went to the gas station and got my little mini bag, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna regret this. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna enjoy it going down. You know. Yeah. But it's also like I it's one of those things after every time I eat it and I see my hands, I'm like, why haven't they invented something that this doesn't happen anymore? You know, what are we even yeah, doing? Yeah, you here? lick it off, bro. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the, it's a whole eating process. Oh my gosh. The worst <laughs> it's a part was part of the experience. Yeah. Oh, big time. The worst was when you were like younger and you'd be playing video games and like if you're over someone's house, oh my god. And like you had like uh, three oh was mad. I bet oh, those controllers got nasty over time. Oof, that humans was are gross. Oh disgusting. You <laughs> have the to worst. teach people how to wash their hands. Yeah. Crazy. Awful. Yeah. yeah. So okay, next question. Uh pancakes or waffles? Well, I do make good pancakes. However, and people fuck up waffles a lot more, I mm. think, than pancakes. Because if it's a, a waffle to me is really fucking fantastic. If it's Ugh. sweet and crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. Ugh. But man, if you you can't order a waffle to your house because it's gonna come back to you as a pancake, you're like, I should have just fucking got the pancakes. That's a hard question. Mm. I love myself a good solid waffle if made mm. properly. But if I can't get that, I do make fabulous pancakes. Mm. So I will say this. I, I don't know what they do at restaurants, but the, the you're 100% correct in saying that at a restaurant, the waffle is always better than at home. Couldn't well, agree no, you can make a, like, If you make a homemade waffle and you have the waffle turners, then you can make a proper waffle. But that fucking ego shit and like whatever, no. like, or if you get a, you know, post made it to you, it's going to taste like shit. Wow. I hate egos, by the way. Wow! They get cold so fast. That's so cheese wow. or like stop being cheap resistant. with your breakfast. Eat right. Oh God! Whoa! <laughs> what did Eggos do? Talk! I got a whole what? beef with Eggos. What? what? Man, I thought. I mean, you know, cheese. Shout out Eggos, fan of the show, listener of the show. But man, what about? So, do you feel the same about Ilio's pizza? What pizza? Ilio's pizza. Did you? I ever have no idea there? what that is. Uh, Good for like, you. You're yeah. better for yeah. it. Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're a higher class. Get yourself a slice of pizza. Yeah. 
Okay, so pizza you're gonna... I'm picky with because pizza and bagels. I grew up on the northeast side, or new northeast coast, right, Pennsylvania, yeah. and you know, traveling to New York and all over the place, like it's just you no, know, it's something with the water and the dough. It's like the the pizza just comes and yeah. out. The, the, it's like that crust is just so much better, and, and the bagels are so much better. And if you find your bagels at Einstein, stop. Mm. Yeah. yeah, get a clue. I was stationed in Idaho, and like Oof. that was. Yeah. So coming home was all the yeah, bread. You're probably all yeah, the you bread get stuck. Items. Yeah. I mean, Einstein, it's like Starbucks coffee. You go there when you're like desperate and hungry and like need caffeine. You're like, well, I guess I have to. It's the only thing in town. Yeah. Especially to like <laughs> bagels down my own the shore. Bagels. <laughs> oh, bagels are when like my mom has a house in LBI and there's like all these bagel shops there. And I do. There is something. It's something in the water. They are incredible. There They're are incredible. incredible. I didn't, and the reason why I do know something like it has to deal with the water is because when I lived yep. in Miami, Florida, um, I went to this New York. I always search out the bagels, mm. <laughs> bagel snob, and they have a place. It was on Miami Beach, uh, the original place. It's between, it's on Collins Avenue and 65th Avenue. Okay. Or 65th Street, and um, New York bagel bakery kind of thing, and. Um, I asked them, I was like, you know, why, why can't you get bagels and stuff like this anywhere else? And it was like, cause we actually ship our water down from like New York. Oh, yep. And there's certain pizza places days. in Miami that will ship their water from the Northeast coast as well. And that's why you get the better crust. I, I, it has absolutely to do with the, the ingredients in which you're making it with. And if yeah. it's anywhere from scratch, you know, you got shit water, your, your crust is going to come out crappy. That's incredible. It is. I mean, yeah, you're true. not wrong. Yeah, 100% true. So, okay, let's keep it moving then. All right. So what, you were pancakes. Is that right? Waffle. I would say waffle. Okay. Made properly. Thank you. That's God, a real dude. treat. You know what I mean? Like you can have pancakes any fucking day, but when you get that good waffle, mm, you remember, mm-hmm. you actually tell people about it. Mm. I was in Gal- again, Belgium. I had the best fucking waffle yeah. ever. I'll never forget it. In Belgium? So you in Belgium. Belgium? Get, I was in Ghent, Belgium. This was years and years ago, and I'll never forget that waffle. Wow. Yeah. Sounds good. Nice. That okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Justin. What were you going to say? <clears throat> no, when we were children, we used to joke, like, if we win a bunch of money, like, we'll go to Belgium and we'll get waffles. <laughs> and I like, and honestly, I, I didn't know if they actually had, I was like, we'll go there. Now. For all I know, it's a third world country. Like, we'll get there. Oh, and I'll be like, <laughs> it is, dude, go to Ghent, Belgium. And it's so cool. Like, they're like square of the town looks like gingerbread. Not, lot, not for not for me because like i know but like where's belgium it's it's like Europe. yeah it's in between uh germany and france okay yeah, yeah. but it's I mean, totally worth it yeah and what and, uh, so what were you saying about Ghent, alexis it was just a really cool place like the downtown square area where all the markets it's a really small city so like all the fresh markets are like every single day. And a lot of the restaurants that are in Ghent is basically whatever they can pick up at the fresh market is going to be on their menu, which makes it fabulous. Right? Like just makes it one of a kind experiences. Right. Yeah. And their bell, uh, their uh, whipped cream on top of their, their, um, their uh, waffles. I have never had cream like that ever. Wow. It go there and eat. That, I know yeah. food. I love food. And it's also one of the oldest seaports. So if you want good seafood, they oh, do it really well. Yeah. Damn. Shout yeah, out Belgium. Fan of the show. Listener of the show. Nice. I would say, too, when I went to I'll say this, and I, I think, Alexis, you would agree with me. When I was in Europe, they they're like a lot of the shit we put in food here. It's illegal over there. So the yeah. food, the food there, like the produce, 
and like the poultry it's like it is off the chain it is so the food there is incredible i think you find that like i travel a lot and like Mm. i travel a lot to central and south america it's the same thing i never get bloated i could eat pasta all day in italy and i don't get bloated i don't feel like shit i don't have gluten allergies like any of those stuff it's what we're putting in our foods it's a you know i I could talk on LinkedIn. it's just like are the the, i don't know it's just the they're processing and how they're making you know mass marketed all this that and you know sometimes i'm getting meat and i'm like I'm questioning it. That's why I get my meat now from local small farms, you know, yeah. family owned farms. Cause I know it actually like, okay, I, I, it's a good cut of meat. I know mm-hmm. it tastes well. I know that it's just not mass produced. Like sometimes I can't get certain cuts of meat because they don't have the fucking cows to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I'd rather order from someone like that than order, like go buy it at a mass supermarket. Yeah. I mean, and, they, and then, then it's really gross because then they just throw it, they, they mass supermarket all this stuff and then throw all of it away because it's illegal to give it to homeless or this, yeah, that, and the other. It's like, it's awful. so weird. When, it's just a weird situation. That's yeah. what um, Mickey in South Philly goes to a place that they get one cow a week and they open on Friday with the cow. And when they sell out, they are closed until next Friday when they get another cow. And that's just how they run it. And they, and they butcher it themselves. And then just, they get one cow a week and that's it. And you come in, you can get whatever's that he cuts the whole thing up. And once it's all gone, it's gone. And the next Friday he opens back up again and sells one cow. And it hasn't been freeze dried. Oh, it's probably so good. Sorry. Go ahead, Alexis. No, I'm sorry. I interrupted. But I've even proposed to you know, friends and stuff. You can buy you can buy whole cows and half cows. And, you mm-hmm. and you know, obviously you want a freezer with that and go in with somebody. You mm-hmm. buy a cow, they butcher it all up for you. And then you literally have enough meat for a long time. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on how much how big your family is and yeah. how much meat you eat. But it's going to last you for a long time. They're not small animals. And like, yeah. just think about how more cost efficient and cost effective that's going to be for yourself and for your family members, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And and health wise, too. You're going to be like, you'd be surprised at how many less headaches you'd have, how much yeah, you're not eating attention. antibiotics. You're not eating all this bullshit that yeah. are being pumped into these these poor animals like on a you know on a high rate it's kind of funny lately i've been wandering my mind's been wandering about like you know all the mental health issues that this country seems to have and like Mm -hmm. i don't know i always think about like all the pharmaceuticals that's probably been dumped in the water and after us drinking and bathing in it because our skin is our largest organs we do absorb medications through our skins hence Mm -hmm. why they have testosterone cream and this cream right yeah just think about that we're showering in this I hate to say it's polluted water, but in a sense, like anything that's probably been rinsed out. But I mean, I know they filter it and this, that, but there's always going to be a little remnants of something, right? Yeah. So maybe over a period of time, maybe that has affected us uh, affected us our our you know what how our brains are functioning. Oh, I hundred I hundred percent agree. agree. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I should. I get high and think about that stuff. Hey, you're not wrong. Speak, hey. But and you, uh, and you eat a bunch of sad animals. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I mean, okay. So I was on an ayahuasca uh, journey, and man, I went through like this slaughterhouse, of a, like a pig slaughterhouse, and just feeling like it made me just, you know, the the. And I, I am a meat eater. Don't get me wrong, but the the torture basically, like you're eating the, you know, the high cortisone and the anxiousness and the hurt, and I mean, everything feels pain. Mm-hmm. A plant can feel pain. Mm-hmm. in some aspect i'm mm-hmm. a garden you know i see it if you yeah. don't water it, it's probably in pain some way that's why it dies but True. like um you got to think that you're ingesting all of that in some way or another 
Yeah. You know, and like if hormones, the animals, it's going to get released into yeah. their muscles in one way. I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not an expert in that. I'm a, could be talking a lot of shit, but that's where my mind wanted. No, you're, there's definitely there, there, I feel like there's, you know, there's not, we don't have the proof to the pudding, but I think we all agree in some capacity that that is something that does happen. Right. But Justin, what were you going to say? I was because I, I saw a deer today. Uh, I was on a long, windy driveway and a deer was like, it looked mangy and malnourished and it kept coughing and it like wouldn't get out of the way of my gigantic truck. <laughs> and I like rolled down my window and I was just like, hey, you're really, uh, you're bumming me out. You got to get out of here. <laughs> you're, really, you're bringing me down, man. You, yeah. you got to go. It's yeah. sad, you know, it's but like sad. also like. It's like that a retired animal. Rudolph, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Look. we're taking up, you know, we're taking up their habitats and their space. So where are they going to eat? You yeah. know, using like a, a log that was like broken apart on the, on the driveway. And I was like, you can't eat that. I don't know what you're doing, bud, but you're not doing, you're not doing this. great. I love doing the deer stuff. I want to reevaluate your decisions there, deer. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> You're a little lost. That deer needs to go to rehab. Here's my yeah. card. I mean, Give me a call. I feel like really... the deer and PA are different anyway. So true. Yeah, he was bumming me out. I was yeah. like, is this someone's Aww. deer? Is this? It was just in the middle of the drive. I was like, is this someone's? Or like, are you just? Why do you look like that? Move. <laughs> yeah yeah what is the problem oh poor guy yeah. it's the same thing too when you pull alongside like a truck that has the pigs in it and uh, you're like oh. <laughs> i was like the slaughter truck yeah i was like it's not gonna stop me from eating this but i know i know where you're going and you don't there's yeah. a there's a slaughterhouse not far from where me and justin grew up and i remember like we would go on like l rides in the summer and we would mm-hmm. drive by it and it was like the smell was horrendous and we were oh, like god. oh god way to ruin our high thanks yeah but... right holy <laughs> shit yeah no, well, I, think, I think when it comes to it i think there's a thing like conscious eating like you know i don't know i i, I spent a lot of time with just talking with different people from different countries and mm-hmm. you know different shamans and different backgrounds and cultures and spirituality and just of all sorts. And I think like eating with a good conscious, try to eat things that are clean, give thanks for, you know, whatever it is that you're eating, you know, it gave up its life for you to have be nourished in one way, you know, and eat consciously like that and not overindulge in bullshit. Yeah. I think it's a good way to eat. I couldn't agree more. So, uh, but let's keep it. I have another question. Uh, what about, what do you like better a amusement park or a water park i'm really not for either i don't like either of those things because a there's just too many fucking random people <laughs> touching too many random things and i'm just like people <laughs> piss in the water so why would i want to get in that yes. and then i I'm just not into roller coasters man i'm gonna scream and cry the whole time i'm just not now i wouldn't go to either all right I mean, well, let's you could put me on a mountain you can put me on skydiving you could put me you know camping anything in nature hiking i would love to you know i love hiking you know take me to the summit yeah i'll put that work in yeah but to spend my free time with a with a crowd of people standing in line just to yeah. be around kids <laughs> and that and screen no uh-uh. it's le- legit to like talk about like the worst place for food like you go there <laughs> not to mention like all the candy and funnel cake but then they have like you know turkey legs wrapped in bacon like all that is just honor yeah, just any of that you know i have friends that absolutely love amusement parks and i'm just like no you can miss me with that i'm cool thank you very much <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm, just, we, I'm not 
we it just had, doesn't sound like a good time to me. Same. We had we had a uh, a former guest on the show named Amy Weller, and we we asked the question of like, what do you think uh, like a great idea for a TV show? And her idea was Carnies After Dark. So <laughs> as much as amusement parks are nuts, I would love to see what the Carnies get up to because it's oh wow they're nuts. They're nuts. Yeah. But okay. So then uh, next question is uh, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Okay. Very nice. And then Beatles or Stones? I probably have listened to more stones and beetles but Damn it's right. not like my go-to yeah i mean you know i mean just yeah I, I just i probably have listened to a lot more stones and like that better that's probably more my jam and vibe than like listen to the beatles and then uh do you play video <laughs> games alexis no oh all right i was gonna ask if you did xbox or playstation but if you don't do either then it's fine <laughs> no i did get demon slayer though because i really got into that anime and i really like it so i think i might play around and do the demon slayer one but it, video though like, it's not like a. am honestly i haven't had a, like i don't sit down and have that much time to do that that's all right and then okay this is the big question alexis this is gonna split the room it's gonna decide who you are <laughs> love it <laughs> when it comes to eating wings are you drums or are you flats? Hmm. I like the wings. So the flats? Yeah. Uh, I like to pick them apart. Yes. You know what? We've agreed on pretty much everything. Except for what? <laughs> yeah, you almost hit for the Justin. Me and Justin argue a lot about, well, we don't argue, but, you know, our text messages are basically just, hey, do you like this? No. And then, all right. So we ask people on the show and he's been a big supporter of the flats. The flat move. I do. I feel like I get a cleaner, all the meat off. The yep. I, don't, I don't feel like the drumstick. I don't. I don't know. So and sometimes I don't know. And for barbarians, you're a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> Miniature barbarians. Yeah. <laughs> Small prehistoric. <laughs> so very nice. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Alexis. So yeah. let's keep it moving then. So. Like you said, you grew up in PA, and as we alluded to, you were a tomboy in high school. So, I mean, you're you are definitely not a tomboy now. Um, but <laughs> well, what? in my personal life, I would say I'm probably more tomboyish because, like, I don't. Um, as you can see, like I'm at home, you're going to get me as I am. I'm comfortable mm. this way. You know, makeup from, you know, doing the hair and makeup is like, okay, special occasions and when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, the way I live my life, I was very, tom- I'm still like, I'll go fishing, camping, do all that stuff. Probably before you could get me into a mall, shopping for makeup is not my thing. I don't want mm. anyone to learn makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to um, say, after talking, she seems more tomboy still. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, it's like it's very it's kind of like an anonymously is that how you say that word anyway it's, yeah like I the, it's kind of funny to me sometimes I'm like oh my god I'm so dressed up so sexy and then like at home I'm like my sweatpants I'm like hey dude what's up like <laughs> my, best, my best friend Joe is always like I can't people jerk, I can't believe people jerk off to you look at you like, <laughs> get a girl that can do both baby what's yeah. up no, hey, man. can do it yeah. all yeah that's yeah uh, but no it doesn't mean like i don't like i i do like i still like will get ready and you know do things you know when i have those occasions but i i i'm really super comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. i feel sexier being me than like i feel sometimes makeup makes me look older and i'm not trying to do that i remember being 18 and trying to do that shit you know like i wanted to look older but not now so <laughs> 
you know, it's, it, it all depends on also how it's done, but like, I I'm really uncomfortable with me and, you know, honestly, I'm working from home a lot and, you know, honestly, I make up my hair done enough. I think tomboy might be a misrepresentation. Cause you just seem like a chill ass chick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, you know, like you're cool to hang out in your sweats and watch TV and, and, you know, just chill. I mean, yeah. I would say Eat some good food, smoke some weed, get high, yeah. talk, yeah. talk about music, you know, shit like that. Yeah, that's the best thing going. Nice. Okay. So then also I did want to, uh, when you said your friend Joe, you were speaking of Asian Joe, your co-host on the Highest Fox podcast, right? Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> we're big, we are all big fans of you and Asian Joe. And we oh, will, thanks. of course, that's a great show and love that. Yeah. You, you know, you get great guests on there and the industry talk is cool, but even like your background talk, which we'll get into like, you know, background on you a little bit is really cool when you get into those stories and then you guys have your opinions on things, which is really cool. But uh, I did want to say for all those listening, we will have a link in the description of this episode for the highest Fox podcast. So I highly suggest you check it out, like, and subscribe. It's really, really good show. Um, but Thank okay. You. Yeah, of course. So then let's keep moving. So you kind of, uh, you know, from, from what we did on our research, we found that, you know, you were growing up, like you said, in PA, and then you wanted to get the hell out of Dodge ASAP. Right. And oh, you yeah. Been- You've been working since you were young. Uh, we are both uh, alumni of the Dairy Queen prison system. And <laughs> I mean, oh my not- God, I got fired for second the nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> the first place like, I did um, nitrous. I fucking love it. Sub- I would take the balloons, fill it up with the nitrous. Like, it would be, I would make making fucking cakes in the back. Oh. I'm like, I'm going to suck some nitrous while I do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wapner, Wapner, Wapner. You know how I fucked yeah. I know I, we all did it. I, I was <laughs> like my- a Grateful Dead show, you fucking oh. did nitrous, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, re- I remember it was my second i was like 15 and it was my second day working there and they were like all right because my brother and my sister both worked there before me so they're like all right you're cool right and i was like yeah i'm cool i guess and they're like all right let's go and i was like where are we going and then they're just we had a big tank in the back and we used it for the whipped cream and they're like yeah. this is this is where we have fun and i was like yeah. all right let's do this <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. The people that I work with they must have had sticks up their ass because they, they were not that happy that I was. Doing. And I was like, "Well, the cake still got done, didn't they?" Yeah. <laughs> so they it's not like great. the job got ignored. It was just done well and fun. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, is, do you have a favorite? Like, did you have a favorite Blizzard you would make if you if you did one yourself? Um, anything with like banana, chocolate, and peanut butter and nuts mm. and shit was always mm. like a, a favorite of mine. It still kind of is. I love that yeah. combo, even when I get my protein shakes and shit. I don't yeah. know. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But so. I, because I was never like, I didn't like the super. I'm not into super sweets. Like, I'm not gonna put nerds in that shit. Like, oh yeah. Like I don't need it to look like a rainbow. I'm it's it's too sweet that way. I would prefer like I like that nutty, salty with a little hint of the banana. Mm, mm. That's like my jam. Yeah, peanuts yeah. and ice cream go together well. Yeah, mm, yeah. I don't. Peanuts. You know, I switched over from the ice cream to like Greek yogurt. I kind of do the same thing with Greek yogurt now. Throw a oh, nice. On there. Man, uh, my wife is European, so the amount of yogurt that we go through in this house is unfucking real. I'll tell you that right now. That's great. It sounds healthy. Yeah, you know, it is. I mean, that's another thing in Europe. Like, they put yogurt on everything, and they have fruit after every meal. It's pretty Yeah, good. and your portions aren't out of control. Like, like 
fuck, have you ever get a cheesecake factory salad? And you could be eating that thing for three oh. hours and it still doesn't look like you did a dent in it. And you're like, where, yeah. where's all this food coming from? Is it coming in through the table, out through the bowl still? Like, I don't yeah. even understand. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah terrifying at times nice so okay so then uh like so you know you're working Derek when you started working when you're real young but then you uh moved, left or left your small town and joined the United States Air Force is that right yes I did very cool we <laughs> have uh we have another Air Force alum on the show my Hi, my cousin young up? Sammy over here uh nice. yeah what uh do you remember what your sam what was your job in the air force again i know i know what you I, did i just don't know the name i was a one charlie five i worked with i was AWACS on the ground does that make any sense alexis <laughs> no um I work- atc but better oh i don't i don't remember what atc would be but i worked on a sack base so my basically i was a load master still am today okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't say it i was gonna <laughs> my joke for years it's like a standard oh that's great um but uh yeah so everything that came in the base everything that left the base kind of like went through me i loaded kc-135s which are air refuelers mm-hmm. um since it was a sack base uh worked with federal marshals moving a lot of things in and out so i had a very very interesting important job that is pretty cool Force. yeah i was i really kind of excelled it gave me like i think i just needed to get out of that small town it was suffocating mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. i needed to i needed to experience the life mm-hmm. and truly honestly that's why i left my small town and it's it's not a dig on people that love small towns i mean there's a now i see the charm and i do enjoy them yeah. um and it's not that i'm a city person either i kind of like the in-between a little bit maybe i don't know maybe that's why i kind of like vegas because it doesn't really always seem like a city yeah <laughs> but um I just needed to see more of the world I just had such a drive and a thirst for it that I just felt like if I stay here I'm gonna die early it'll be a miserable death and I'll be suffocated no so, I mean literally that's how I felt so that's why I went into the Air Force to experience to have new experiences and to get me out of my small town and that's exactly what I did and it was good for me and I did really well I made airman of the year won a lot of awards certificates oh, top of my class damn. yeah Look at you. I, yeah <laughs> which was surprising yeah. for, like because high school I didn't give a fuck I think high school just bored me yeah I don't think it like I don't think it feeds any creativity it also doesn't really teach you any real life skills like balancing a fucking checkbook what credit cards can do or any of those things which yeah. high school should uh, you should be leaving an education at that point at 17. Cause some people are leaving their homes at 18 or 17. I was 17 when I left. Yeah. So, or 18, you know, whatever. Um, most kids are leaving their parents under their parents wings, maybe at that age. I don't know. And knowing how the system works a little bit, what a credit card, how a credit card even makes money off of you understanding interest rates, um, what it's like to pay and balance a checkbook or a sheet is something I think that we're do- doing a huge disservice by not teaching those things, yeah. you know? Because yeah. the first thing you turn 18, you're getting credit card. I was like, oh, I got this extra. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> I got an extra whatever. Like, And they can shove that shit down your throat, especially when you join the military. I was getting all kinds of stuff in the mail for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. So that was wild, you know? Yeah, um, no. You're right. They should have a fine. Like, I think they do a better job of that now in high school as far as like managing finances. I think that's an option, like a finances course. But yeah, it was. I mean, you're right. I didn't know shit when I left. It should be like an option. That should be like a requirement. (laughs) You don't graduate unless you can pass this course. Yeah. Even the other life skills. Like I moved in my first apartment and my stepdad was like, do you have gas heat? And I was like, huh? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they put somebody through. That would be a great, like, can you, fuck, that'd be a great assignment for, some, you know, a, a student to do to, you know, for a teacher to say, okay, for the semester, you're going to get a job, like a, get a job, even if it was just all on paper and created that way. I mean, with every social media and in electronics that you should be able to create this whole metaverse type of character that is balancing their, their work life and managing these bills as, you know, it could be very basic. It doesn't have to be complicated or you can make it as complicated as you want, yeah. but can you make yourself live through that and not die? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, stuff. like the Oregon trail, but for like older yeah. teens. Yeah, you know? you know, I mean, that's a life skill. Some Where's life the skill valve here. to turn your toilet off when it overflows? Exactly. Exactly. How do you know when to yeah. change the thing? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, where? I think the biggest one is where, where the electrical box is. <laughs> what do all those <laughs> buttons do switch. inside that box? I don't, I don't know. Water heaters, all that stuff. Yeah, you're it's not going to manage some things. I mean, you I, know. I own a home, live in a home. There is a, a, a light post in my front yard that has a bulb in it and it turns on at night and it turns off in the morning and i have lived here for almost three years and i don't know how it works and i don't know <laughs> what turns it on and what turns it off it just works and there's a bulb in there and my I'm girlfriend not questioning was like, this this is exactly hmm. what's happening <laughs> i don't know how it's controlled i don't know i mean i assume it's magic Generally one day the bulb will go out i guess and i'll have to change it but other than that i'm like She's like, who turns that on? I'm like, I don't, because there's not a panel on it. Like, I don't, there has to be. You should have just blind and been like, I do, babe. <laughs> I, I make the lamp go on. Yeah. yeah I yeah. do that. Lights. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, oh. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Oh, wow. You turn something else penny on. Penny dropper now. move, bro. I mean, <laughs> you can thank me later for that. Alexis, you would be absolutely amazed if you saw Justin's girlfriend because she is way too good for him. And we talk about it a lot. She's been on the show, but it's un it's unbelievable how much he like outkicked his coverage. I mean, shout out to him, you know, but hey, he makes me lunch every day. She go. makes you lunch every, like you she know. Writes, I, she writes me notes in my lunch sometimes. Wow, that's you, good. Oh, God, no. I want to get a wife to do that for me. Oh, yeah, man. it's dope. Yeah, I mean, I always think of clerks when something like that, like you know, the saying Silent Bob says when he says, "There's a million fine-looking women in the world, but not all of them bring you lasagna at work." Right, mm, right. lasagna you know? sounds good right now. Yeah, I mean, lasagna yeah, I always sounds pasta good. Today. Mm, man, now you're getting me hungry too. Well, okay, so then, all right, so you're in the Air Force, you're kicking ass, you're taking names. Everything goes good there. Did you just do like a four-year bid or how did it go? Um, I did a little bit less than a four-year bid just because my father passed away and I wanted to take care of my mom and stuff like okay. that. But yeah. um, it was just like, that was my that was my choice. You know, it wasn't anything. And I was also like, I was like, okay, I got what I needed out of the Air Force because by that time I also started college. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just really wanted to pursue my college, uh, the college portion and yeah. just help take care of my mom and my brother. And, um, you know, sometimes you got to make those choices. And yeah. it was the right choice for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up moving um, closer to home and moved to, I ended up getting out of the Air Force and, and transferring colleges. I went from University of North Dakota to uh, eventually Towson State University. With mm -hmm. the, um, and so I was living in Baltimore. I was a lot closer to home and just helped make things easy. Yeah. You know, yeah, graduated yeah. college from there and flipped a coin between Phoenix, Arizona and Miami. Miami won. And my next uh, adventure ended me 
um, landed me in Miami. Yeah. Okay. So then let's talk about this. So, uh, like we said, you have a degree in sociological psychology. Is that right? Did I say it right? Physiological? Yeah. Physiological psychology. Physiological. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I started out as a dietetics major, which is basically the reason, you know, the whole thing behind, well, I, I'm going to very simplify it, but you know, why do we eat? How, like, why do we eat the things that we eat? And, and why are we hungry? Because I mean, we really live in a society where we're not starving. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like, you know, people that work in an office, a lot of times, you know, you'll, you might have a small little thing going to work along with your coffee. Then you get there, you go to the kitchen to deliver your lunch or talk and then, you know, then you get your coffee at work. There's a little munch. There's a lot of, we're social eaters, right? Sure. So it depends on what of psychology is it's like, it, it kind of ties the, the whole concept of dietetics together a little bit. Like a, the reason why we eat the things we eat is obviously going to be physiology, you know? Mm-hmm. cravings this that and the other what we've gotten our bodies used to mm-hmm. um and addicted to in a sense um mm-hmm. food can be just as addicting and yeah. um you know the psychology people that get depressed sometimes people overeat undereat, anorexia this this and the other you know that's like psycho- more psychological so marrying those two things together because i still was looking at nutrition and dietetics as a possibility um i also just really love science and i really love how the human body kind of uh, self-regulates and, and, you know, if we really listen and stay tuned with that, like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's just fucking amazing. We, yeah. we are really opera. We're like little aliens inside this skeleton of this meat bag. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. No, it's it, really fucking awesome. You're, so, I, I couldn't agree more. We are, I mean, I mean, I know I am, uh, I wouldn't say Justin is, but we are incredible creatures. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's fascinating. Like the different things we can do, and like the like I, this is amazing. I found this out when my wife was pregnant with my daughter. Right. I was doing some research. So say if you're breastfeeding. Right. This is absolutely fucking incredible. So if you're breastfeeding your infant. Right. And your infant gets sick and while and like, you know, she gets like a cold or something and she used start breastfeeding the infant. Some of the saliva from the infant goes into the nipple while breastfeeding. Right. Then the body itself will create the antidote in the breast milk to give to the infant. So that's your body making mm-hmm. the medicine. That to me, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, we are fucking off the chain. This is unbelievable. Isn't that amazing? That I mean, incredible. that's why women should be really encouraged if when they can. I mean, some women can't, but when you can at all costs, always breastfeed. Oh, it's yeah. gonna like it's so much better for the the, the mom and the child. It is tough in, 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 in every respect. And I think also there's such a great bonding between the mother and child at that point. Yeah. You I breastfed mean, both of my boys through yeah. the military and I ended up having to like stop for a deployment. So with my second, I breastfed as long as I possibly could. And it was great for me and it was great for him. And I, I, I used it on everything. You had a rash. All right. Come here. Yeah. You know? And that's what I hear. I've never had, a, I, you know, obviously I don't have any children, but like I've had friends that I've had babies and yeah, they would tell me like this is miraculous uh, healing Incredible. properties of their breast milk. I'm just like, holy crap we are like i mean there's so much about our human body that, that we do if we just oh, it's really like it's it's like i said it's self-regulating in a lot of ways mm-hmm. do things get a little fucked up yeah i think like in the society in which we live with all the lights all the noises we are so inundated with so much bullshit we yeah. we're really incredible animal like incredible creatures that can you know navigate through all of it mm-hmm. it really is yeah 
I I could not I could not agree more. Not even just the me- like that that is our body naturally reacting after years and years of like developing and evolving over and you know over the centuries. But that doesn't even get into like our brain power and the different things we can calculate and come up with and create, which mm-hmm. is it's endless. It's endless to think that. But okay, so then you're 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 at school, you get a degree, and then from there you go and work in a law office, right? Oh, excuse me. Um. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of feet away. Um, yeah, well, kind of. I was, uh, so I moved down to, I flipped a coin, like I said, Miami mm-hmm. one. That's I, pretty I badass, shit. though. Yeah. That, like, to be like, all right, heads Miami, tails I Phoenix. Shit. Like, I, I wanted to live in both areas at That's one point. So, so, did you ever end up living in Phoenix? No, but I have been there. You know, okay. I think I, Vegas is probably the closest I've, I've come to that I mean, reality. When, but when you, when you pick between the two, I mean, Miami's fucking Miami, right? Like Phoenix is cool, but fucking Miami's Miami. Like yeah, you know. I, I just thought figured like the ocean, like the, I felt like there were two total different areas. You know, one you're gonna get like you know the Grand Canyon, and yeah. you get like those kind of structures. You're landlocked, yeah. and then with Miami, I was like, oh, that's the ocean. So yeah. either one's gonna be a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. So it was, and I, which I felt when I came out here because I was in the ocean environment for so long coming out here and driving and seeing these gigantic fucking mountains. I was like, Ugh. it's like, I forgot. Cause you know, and growing up in Pennsylvania, they're not that tall, but True. you still have mountains. You you notice them, but here, like after not being, you know, being in a very flat, flat land, yeah, it was just like, Holy shit. This is <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Um, and now like, I've just, you know, I really enjoy the outdoors as far as hiking and going, you know, making uh, camping, I have a fucking great Jeep. I drive to the top of the mountain and I throw out my tent. I have a tent on top so I can sleep on top of my Jeep. Yeah. And um, it's just, you know, waking up to the sunrise like that is so gorgeous. <sighs> or going, you know, can't, like campfire, putting your feet up. Yeah. I, I, and I make, I make spectacular camping meals. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, yeah. I put fucking, I put time into that shit. I'm like, if I'm, you know, I like you ever think of doing a cooking show. I'm actually going to start doing one um, for my safer work, um, kind of like OFTV. I have a, a, a thing going on that I'm going to be kind of doing some cooking stuff and, you know, I'll invite other people on and maybe industry folks or whomever, or maybe like, you know, I have like beer or coffee. Maybe we'll make a coffee thing and, mm-hmm. or we'll like, oh, we'll marinate maybe the turkey and beer or some shit. I don't know. We'll figure maybe out make some bagels. stuff and have, yeah, and make, you know, just have something fun with that. But nice. yeah, I, what, I, I do uh, talk about food a lot. What? I mean, food, I'll tell you, there's regular porn and there's food porn, and both are very, very popular. But, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm into both. I'm into both for sure. But, uh... <laughs> Aren't we all? But uh, what? Uh, so, can you give us a hint as to one of those camping meals? A little touch, or you yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, last time I was camping, like, well, when I do spaghetti sauce, I'll do it from scratch. You know, I'll do it all on the fire. Damn. I make a chili from scratch. Uh, let it sit there, simmer, cook oh, for God. a while. Do all the, you know, the, do the meat sauce everything out there mm-hmm. um my breakfast you know potatoes peppers onions um br- breakfast burritos a lot i love oh, breakfast burritos obviously. love it I, 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 then i bring my own coffee so i have my own fresh pre- uh, french press out there so i'm drinking high quality coffee and <laughs> literally <laughs> and um I enjoy it. Like I do eat well, you know, a nice, nice bottle of wine. I make pasta out there sometimes. Yeah. And um, you're out in the, like the smell of the campfire, you're out in the fresh air and the mm. sun and it's, inc- it's in the end about cooking outdoors. It just, it really oh, creates it in a whole nother level, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes yeah. you, 
makes you, you know, makes you connect with nature. It's and fantastic. Then, like, you know, putting a steak on like an open fire, Oof, a little salt. All you need is a little salt, pepper, and a little butter. That's it. Golly, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know. Uh, Justin, <laughs> you, you had a question? I'll go to lunch or dinner after this. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> But, uh, uh, what do you cook on out there? Do you have like a little grill or what do you, you build a campfire well, and a cast iron? Well, it depends on campsite. Some camps allow fires so you can like do old school fires on, which I love. And I, so I also, I also have a BioLite, which is, takes your like biomass and sets it on fire and it, it creates electricity, mm-hmm. um, which what? is really cool. So then all you need is really like some brush and stuff, get that fired up and that fire um, um, charges the battery so I can have a light, so I can charge my phone and I can cook my food on it. So BioLite. They should sponsor me after this. It's um, it's, it's called a BioLite. <laughs> BioLite, yeah, check it out. It also comes with like your French press, and so it's it's a super easy thing to cook on. If that yeah, if you yes. have like if you can't do a whole campfire and it's it's a little containable. Um, now if they don't allow any fires whatsoever, then I have a electric or um, a propane. Sorry, nice. not electric, but a propane. And I kind of bring the propane and um, I kind of bring them both. And the reason being is because I I will cook big meals and I'll get things started. So I've got like stuff on the, you know, like if I'm if I'm making pasta, I'm going to probably put that on the propane. Mm-hmm. And it's boil easier to water. boil water, da, yeah. da, 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 get that. But if I'm cooking meats and, and like the chili, my sauces, I like that campfire feel. Yeah. 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 No, that's badass. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, real quick, it is now time for everyone's favorite segment. It is Jadom's questions, asking some questions. Jadom's questions, a new favorite segment. Jadom's question segment. So, Alexis, Justin here is going to have some questions for you. Uh, Justin, take it away. Have you ever broken any bones? Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. I was an asshole and i left a strip club yeah um obvious i i had some drinks at the strip club and i probably shouldn't have drove home and i just i'm being very straight and honest um mm. and i you know when the light turns from green to yellow and it's gonna go red yeah trying yeah. to make that of course and of course you know like an asshole complete asshole move and i end up t-bowing a tow truck and i had a pair of heels on i end up breaking my ankle by hitting the brake so hard mm. um still didn't you know when all, like that's the only bone that i broke i was very extremely lucky um and when the cops showed up they were very very sweet to me and they were they i guess i was really shaken up and and I wasn't like uncontrolled. Like I, I was coherent. Don't get me wrong. Like I wasn't yeah, you uncoherent. Like, like you know, lesson learned. Like one's enough. Like like yeah. let's just Uber. Like with Uber and shit, it makes it way too easy to get a fucking ride. True. So um so yeah. And, I, and I in no way like, you never support you. I just want everyone listening. Alexis will never support drinking and driving. Right. No, and that's that's why I'm saying I was an asshole and I made the wrong decision. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not support. I'm not at all supportive of any of right, that. Right. Yeah, we just um, have, you know, I just they make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I totally get it. Like, but it just it's an honest story. Like that's how I broke my yeah. ankle. So, yeah. God. I mean, <laughs> the tow truck. Lesson, guy. Lessons were learned that yeah, that was fucking it was fucked up. It was I stupid. Mean, was the tow truck guy able to tow your? He car? towed my car away. Oh, how great is that? I told. Yeah, it was a brand new G35. Totaled it completely. Oh my God um probably like the car for six though. months like i'm not joking it was a complete 
asshole. It ruins your life. That, young that, and dumb. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. young and dumb. And I have it, no, uh, there's no, there's no excuse for it. The, the, those, those decisions legit ruin your life. I could have so, died. Yeah, yeah. I could have hurt somebody. I could have like, their, God, I went through a really bad depression after that because mm-hmm. I realized all the wrongs with it. You know, like, I mean, I, I was even hard for me to leave my house for a long period of time. Yeah. It was, it was bad. Like, um, so don't make dumb mistakes. Yeah, no, no, no. I think, I think everyone's in agreement that, yeah, it's never, never worth it. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. What's, so, the, uh, what's the last thing you stole? Probably a towel in a hotel. <laughs> she knows, <laughs> no, the fucking little white towels at my gym. I always walk out with it. I'm like, they have me on record. Like, they're probably like, oh, the towel thief is it. Uh, <laughs> Why yeah. do they know who I am? Yeah, yeah, you go yeah. Through, you go through <laughs> a towel every. It. Yeah. Every time, but it's just why I'm like, why, why did I just do this? God, it must you, be uh, pretty nice that they have the towels at your gym. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you just bring them all back one day, and you'd be like, sorry. <laughs> I know, there's, there's I, should. I should. I think I've turned yeah. them into cleaning rags at this point. Yeah. Hey, you always need those. Very nice. All right. At least you answered that. I'll tell you this, Alexis. Justin's asked that question a bunch, and there's a lot of people that fucking lie that say they don't steal. No, I never. Yeah. Come on. You've walked yeah. out with a towel. Like, it's not intentional by any fucking means. Right. It's like, I'm not trying. Like, I don't need to steal the towel. I mean, you're not intentional. <laughs> and I, feel bad for I steal intentionally and I do, all and the time. I just, and you know, it's like after boxing and shit. I'm like, oh, I'm getting all my oh, stuff. Oh, shout and, out. Yeah, I love boxing. And I'll just like throw the towel in my bag, and then I'm like, I got another towel. Like I need to, I might leave it in there for the next time or something, and then I just try to throw it back. But nice. Yeah. How? Uh, uh, I know you that you did boxing. You've had uh, Floyd. Uh, God, the uh, Floyd Castro Diaz. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I spawn my podcast and my coffee sponsor his uh, sponsor him. Mm-hmm. Um, and his next fight is actually January. He just released 14th. it January fourteenth in New York. Nice. So if you get a chance, definitely go check him out. He is he's a, just an awesome young man. He's 19 and he's just killing it. Nice. And he has a great story. His dad's his coach. Um, I've had him on my podcast quite a few yeah. times. Um, and yeah, it's awesome. I'm so like, it's just really awesome. It's so fun to see someone like him or like a young man, you know, have these goals at 19 and be, yeah. you know, just so driven to, to accomplish them. It's just really inspiring and it's really motivating. Yeah, that makes any sense whatsoever. But. No, that's great that you see that. I've mm-hmm. been uh, I've been teaching boxing at the Henzo Crazy PA Academy here for 14 years. So no, it's great when you see like a young kid that comes in that you know because there's a lot of people that come in that say the shit like oh I want to fight and do all this, but to actually see someone commit and go through it, it is it's it's awesome. And you really I really do you know I'm so proud yeah. Of check his story that. out. He started boxing like around five or six years old and um, May like with the with Mayweather. Um, oh, nice. so he's had that, he has that background when he's has a lot of like, you know, with Roger Mayweather and everything. Yeah. So yeah, check him out. He has a great, like I said, a great story. I love his family. I just, I don't know. It's just, I don't, I just like all of it. Awesome. <laughs> it's like really bad. cool. Yeah. You ever, did you ever do jujitsu or no? No. When I was younger, I did like Taekwondo and mm-hmm. I've just been doing more like Muay Thai and boxing now. Cool. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. All I right. like it all. Oh, it's would the best. You, um, would you cut off a finger for $30 million? No, she don't need fucking money. She don't have to do shit for that. Are you kidding? No, I mean, that's a lot of money, but it's not worth a, a finger. I'm like, no, nah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Not all that. Useful. I like having my digits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of stealing, Alexis, what would you think if you did this? Right? Imagine, and I know you don't do this, but say you're in a rush and you had to get an order from Starbucks. 
right? Mm -hmm. And you did the mobile order gimmick where you ordered it on your phone and then they put it on the counter and you would walk in and get it, right? But when you go in to get your order, you see that it's not there because someone came in before you and stole your order pretending they were you. How would you feel about that? I would just report it. Right. Swing like, and a miss hey, on my, this, I guess. Hey, uh, this yeah, it won't order. be judged. Didn't Ju get it. J Justin is a the biggest culprit of that. A I'm long time a, ago, I used type to of person steal is. drinks from Starbucks. <laughs> long time ago. You did this two months ago. I don't do it anymore. You know, sometimes the line's Jeez, really man. long. Man. The line, sometimes it was the out of, line is long. It was the line. It wasn't the the, the dollar amount. Mm. I, I just so long. This way. If you really wanted that cup of coffee, fine. I mean, I, I just get a regular good old cup of coffee. Go, to, yeah, go, go for judged. it. Go crazy on it. Ooh, I'll that's get a, another one. That's a great question. How do how do you take your coffee? Just black? Well, in the morning before the gym, actually, I put one raw egg and I use coconut oil and I blend it. it tastes like a cappuccino and it's like a pre-workout and it's good for it's like biohacking your system. It helps um, coat your myelin sheath. Um, so your neurotransmitters helps fight it against, you know, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and stuff like that because it's oiling up all that good shit. Holy. And it, it gives you a little bit of energy. I'm about and to it's try much that. Better as a pre Let's, that sounds good. Let's unpack it's delicious. This. We're, we're on black coffee, yeah. a raw egg, and what else? Just coconut oil, raw coconut egg. Oil. How much is the coconut of oil? I put it in my little my little ninja thingy, and it whips it up. And because it's with an egg, you're gonna get a little foam at the top. Yeah, I like oh, to yeah. I take the little foam off because I'm not a cappuccino drinker. I just want the mm -hmm. coffee part. And um, because the egg and the coconut is going to have your proteins and your and your fats and your sugars and all that naturally in there, it can replace your uh, pre-workout drinks that has things in there that you probably can't even fucking pronounce or know what they do. Right. So good. and if I it's like biohacking your system. So you're also feeding your brain, you're feeding your body. And it's I do that every morning before I go to work out. And is it coffee doesn't matter, cold or hot doesn't matter? Well, that a little. It's like, like I don't drink super hot coffee yeah. anyway. I think how, like, I want to taste it. I might sure. try to burn my tongue. And is but, and uh, it's and it's the uh, high AF coffee, right? High AF coffee, yeah. Which, so it's high altitude for coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for all those listening, we'll have a link in the description of this episode. Check this shit out because, I mean, it is octane. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It will wake you up. It is not infused. A lot of people get that, uh, get it kind of confused. We're going to be actually going through a rebranding because I think the word high confuses people. Mm. And oh, they think it's like CBD. Yeah, they or think it's like has THC. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I couldn't ship that across states if it had any THC in it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to do that to people. Like, but if you, you know, I suggest if you want that in there and then you just take a dropper and you could do it yourself, but no, sure. it's, it's high altitude for coffee. So I think what we're going to do is still keep the HAF mm -hmm. and we have half coffee. So we're working on the Ooh. artwork of that. So we'll be rebranding it a little bit yeah. and keep that, you know, more linear with the podcast. So like the high sh as Fox show and that, mm -hmm. so we can kind of yeah. somehow Oh, linear. No, that's badass. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my coffee has really led to some really cool things. Like I've been able to collab here with a local brewer in Vegas called Astronomy Aleworks, and we came out with Cheers to Breakfast, which you can actually buy in cans now, um, all over Vegas. Yeah, that was really cool. And we did a couple other beer releases last year. We're going to do another beer release here in Vegas on Jan uh, December 16th. 
Mm-hmm. And we're call it's gonna be actually my beer because we're coming out with an Alexis Fox. Ooh. That's yeah, badass. our signature will be our blonde ale, which will be more January 23. <laughs> and we're using more, like I said, we're playing along with my color of my hair. So it's like the blonde, the brown, and the red. So we'll have fun mm-hmm. with that. Nice. And uh, but December 16th, we're gonna be our do our like our kind of our holiday beer, which will be called a milk stout. <laughs> I was just thinking that that would yeah, be great. Stouts are always good in the holidays, like oh, you only they're the king. need one king or two, the they're a little yep. strong. They're it's like it's good. It's like like ah fuck. I used to drink Guinness in college all the time. I love Guinness, you know. It's like yeah, it's just like yeah. thick and warm, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It's but, crazy, um, like you have such like a refined palate for like, cause you're in such good shape. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like you eat good, you know, like a lot of people would think like, cause like your body is part of your profession, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But you're like, you're, it's not like you're just eating salad and a half a pea every day. Like you're, you're eating. No, I fully eat and I eat pizza and I, and you know, I, you know, I don't just, I don't really overdulge in anything, but I also have a very high metabolism and I work out. Like I, I basically work out so I can eat whatever the fuck I want. Like, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But you know, I, I like to eat good food and I, I, and everything in moderation, like everything is in moderation. Like I'm not, you know, I don't overindulge in my coffee. I have really, I only have that one cup a day and that's usually all I need. Once in a while I'll have two, if I'm going to have a longer evening out mm-hmm. because my ass likes to be in bed by nine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so if you need me out later, I'm definitely having a liter coffee. <laughs> I don't overindulge in my beers. I made a wine. I don't like that's going to be coming. Uh, that's an ex- exclusive thing that's going to be coming out. These are just pleasure products that a lot of people feel comfortable with and that are yeah. also legal. Yeah. Um, I would only promote, you know, responsible usage or any of, of those course. things. But, yeah. you know, I love fact of it is, people like there's a majority of people like coffee. Majority oh. of people could go to a store and buy a can yeah. of beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, oh, well, that's my name on it. So I'm putting my name on on things in like normal households that maybe I wouldn't always be in. And Ooh, so, I didn't even think of that because you are yeah. reaching a new demographic. Yeah, yeah. So it's about putting my brand and putting it out there in people's hands. You know, yeah. who is Alexis Fox? Oh, this beer is cool. This is cool. Yeah. And then I'm gonna have the fans that are just gonna want to collect it. Yeah. Um so there's a lot of really neat little You're things. You're gonna have a lot of fans that want to collect yeah. it. Yeah. And really uh. they're just they're just, you know, pleasure products in a sense of, you know, in a different sort. Yeah. I think, you know, and then of course, you know, I have my toys and stuff like that, but that comes with the industry. Yeah. 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 Nice. And then, okay. Justin, do you have another question? Well, the last one, do you, uh, if you could have a famous pallbearer, who would you choose? Mm. At my funeral? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Spread my ashes somewhere? Dude, I'm going to have a life <laughs> celebration. You're, I, I, you're, you're, it's gonna be a I fucking mean, party, man. Yeah, have a random like, I was gonna tears, say, there's gonna be the a lot tears of tears that you should be coming out of anybody's faces from so much laughter. Don't man i lived a good life i'm having a great time yeah. so i expect to you know come to come to this thing and be like wow she had a fucking great life blah 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 blah. laugh maybe hand out some mushrooms smoke some fucking weed maybe i'll come alive <laughs> and boom, like whatever yeah. Yeah, be fucking wild but anyway surprise. Yeah, i got two mushrooms I'm like yeah. uh, that'd be great if you so just pulled cool. a trick on everybody mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> It's a good idea yeah. to put like a, a mushroom clause in your will and be like, you can have the money, but you have to eat 3.5 yes. grams of mushroom first. <laughs> oh, Man, mushrooms are great. I think they're really helpful. I think microdosing can be like, that's something that people should be really looking into. It helps really kind of clear out the bullshit a little bit. Uh, and my, Yeah. The, the studies it's, they've it's done on microdosing. I really 100% agree. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's really kind of like, cause I have, I have a lot of stuff going on and um, I can always tell when I'm like, okay, I'll just do a little, you know, a little regimen of some microdose. I'm not looking to trip out. I'm not looking to, you know, like stop my entire day, but it does kind of yeah. help me clear my mind and it really increases the creativity. Mm-hmm. I kind of work out, it helps me work out my problems. If I yeah. like have a situation, I'm like, okay, I need something. I need to resolve this. Mm-hmm. It shows me when I'm done an asshole, like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't act it that way. I need to be better. You know, like, mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Nice. Um, there's something to that. Yep. And hopefully, you know, we'll get to a point where people can really look at that as a medical treatment mm-hmm. and not just as, not that I haven't had my fun with it. Fuck yeah, I have. But like, you know, being older and stuff like that, I, I do see like a lot of the medical benefit from it. Nice. It's a beneficial use. Yeah, nice. you, it really um, does. I definitely. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry, yeah. I find with the, P- so I have PTSD from all of my stuff and mm-hmm. You know, I moved from taking seven pills three times a day to, you know, moving to complete cannabis use. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, even with that, I I occasionally do like to trip and have Mm -hmm. those moments of reflection and like really do the work that I feel like I need to do. And I feel like it would do so much for so many people. Agreed. It's such a good tool. It's such a good tool. Especially yeah. with a therapist involved where you could really get into, oh, and you can actually, yeah, yeah, that's actually something that is evolving is having ther- like actual real therapy session, you using the microdosing and canvas use and stuff like that. And be, to be denied, like you should be able to pick your own fucking medical treatment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If it's guided yeah. by doctors, especially like, come on, like you should just be able to like, to me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like get off the seven fucking pills, those seven Amen. pills, they go through your liver. Yeah. They're not, they're they're changing your brain chemistry. Yeah. And I, I like, yeah. for instance, after that stupid car accident that I had, mm-hmm. and I said, like, I got really depressed, like, yeah. you know, hard to leave. All the doctors wanted to do, you know, because I worked in corporate, you get, you know, you get on the insurance, you go to these fucking doctors. All they want to do is write a prescription. Oh, you throw painkillers at you. Prescription upon fucking prescription. I was Ugh. a walking zombie. I didn't feel good. I was getting colds all the time. Ugh. I was, it was miserable. And yeah. one day I just woke up. I was like, I can't live this way anymore. I want to see the sunshine. I want to fucking laugh. I want to feel life. Mm-hmm. And I just cut it all out. God and suddenly you. everything got better. Yeah. And I used cannabis and I used it, you know, in a, in a, in a way that really, really did help me to get wean me off of those things. And I found out I didn't need any of that junk. And it was no. that junk that probably kept me sick. Like if it's always in this and your liver's fighting that and it's, you know, being filtered and with yeah. all the other bullshit it's trying to filter through, yeah. of course your immunity is going to be down, right? Yeah. So getting off all that and changing my entire life, I, I'm so grateful. I was aware enough and observant enough to see that opportunity and, and take it. Because I don't think a lot of people see those yeah. outs. No, I, I would agree. Sam, you, you know, Sam operates a, a dispensary or she manages a dispensary. Sam, would you say like you found now nowadays because weed is legal and or, you know, legalized in certain areas, do you see that, uh, I guess, using cannabis as a form of medication for those type of mental issues and health issues? Do you see that being more beneficial and has it become more popular? Oh, 100%. So my dispensary in all of Pennsylvania is medical only, right? So everything here has to be for a medical reason. Mm-hmm. I deal with vet, like I jump on my veterans, like I talked about last time, the minute yeah. they walk through the door, I'm like, okay, generally, I have an idea of what's going on with you talk to me. And then we do sit down and we work out through 
different cannabinoids and terpenes, like things that can help them eat to yeah. improve their quality of life throughout the day or yeah. things to bring down their inflammation. Or like our, I just had a vet today. He has PTSD. He can't calm down. And I was like, dude, try this terpene linalool and it's mm -hmm. lavender, right? Mm -hmm. That is the only terpene for me that gets me to like fully relax and be mm -hmm. able to have a full conversation without getting wrapped up in my head. Mm -hmm. So with my personal use, I'm constantly looking for things with CBG, with linalool, myrcene, and beta caryophyllene. Mm -hmm. And that has changed my life. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. get these repeat patients in and see the effect on their life. They're like, Sam, thank you. Like that really yeah. helped me do Blech. Yeah. And I'm exactly. like, hey, cool. Let's keep doing that. And it's, it, yeah. 100%. Yeah, get educated on At your weed. Just don't go in asking like, hey, what is the biggest THC? And then wonder why you're getting fucking paranoid because maybe yeah. it was the right, wasn't the right thing for you, okay? True. Like, just yeah. ask, ask yeah. the questions. Yeah. Your bud tenders should be educated enough to answer them. If they're not, then get out of that dispensary and go to one that does. Amen. simple that. Honestly, too, think about this, 100%. right? Look at the two differences in the interactions. This is exactly what you were saying, Alexis, where it's like you went to the doctor, right? And they were just like, oh, you have this. And they're like, okay, bam, nothing like nothing else. Right. And then you would go to the pharmacist. Pharmacist doesn't say shit and they just give yeah. it to you. Right. Oh, no. they say, oh, you got the note from the doctor. You're good. Whereas like this person went to Sam and was like, hey, this is one of, and she's like, I got you. Boom, 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 boom. This, 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 right? Like you do, it's almost like a, like, I mean, it just seems like it's more care involved and it's really finding a solution to the problem where in the yeah. medical field, sometimes it just seems, and don't get me wrong, the medical, like medicine is important. We do need that shit, obviously, but obviously. there is sometimes where it seems like they're out for a quick fix and insurance takes over and it's just all looking for, you know, it's well, I think insurance has taken over a lot. Again, I'm not educated in any of that bullshit, but like, it's just, it's just weird. You know, like you want to, oh, I think it's just the drugs are so pushed so easily, you know, it's just like a quick fix. Especially it takes kids. care of the symptoms, but it's never going to get to the root of the problem. So what you got to do is get your shit off of that. Mm -hmm. Get quiet, take some silent time, get off your yeah. fucking social media, spend some time with yourself and your inner thoughts and start working out start yeah. doing the actual work versus just cut it's like a cold why do you go cold medicine because you just want to go on about your day without having the symptoms it's not going to get to the root it's not going to kill the actual bacteria or virus or whatever's in you yeah you yeah. have to work through that yourself yep. you yes. have to do that by good nutrition getting your sleep exercising motivating getting that lymph and circulation moving if you're not doing the work you're just stagnant yeah you're yep. uh, couldn't be yep. more right so Let's keep it moving then. So uh, where we were at before we got into the Justin segment, you were working for the, is it, you, so is, is it a law firm, right? And you were doing like litigation, consulting, research, patent work, like all of that stuff, right? Well, it was different jobs. Yeah. I worked for a company called Decision Quest, which was more like jury selection and, and witness prepping and litigation kind of work. And then that eventually led into <clears throat> doing what? patents at the patent office. What so I was, was like helping- what part the jury selection and like well it's it. just how preparing you know the attorneys that are you know going to be fighting the case so a lot of times it's defense that hires people like that or sometimes it's it's plaintiffs but we got hired a lot by the defense and we do like mock juries and stuff like that so who would be the best person so when they get to pick the jury what profile are you looking for? And so mm -hmm. that's what we would help them with, with behavioral mm -hmm. statistics. Behavioral statistics is so fucking fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like it all deals like, if you're, 
you're going to catch a liar. Don't pay attention to the words and don't even pay attention to the actions. Follow the patterns of his behavior and or her behavior and you'll see everything that you need to see. Oh, shit. That's fascinating. So, so that's okay. where statistics and stuff work. That's pretty cool. Like, and you, do you still use those kind of skills that you learned in everyday life? Yeah, that's of badass. Course. That's yeah. pretty cool. How could you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you know that shit, every person you talk to, <laughs> like, how yeah. not? And being an observer is a beautiful place to sit. Mm. Observe. People, people watching can be fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know. Okay, so you're working there, right? And so to me, I mean, I don't know. Like you went to, like you did the Air Force, like, and you were you were really like, you've been kind of self-sustained, like self-sufficient since you were young, like 15, yeah. 14. Right. Yeah. yeah. And 100%. you've been kind of like supporting yourself and taking care of yourself. And this whole time, like you went to the air force by yourself, you kicked ass there. And then re- GI bill got you took care of your school. Right. Oh, um, that's such a farce. They don't take care oh, of your really? schooling. We give you some money like my cover right. your books, but it doesn't take care of your school. 100%. Oh, oh, Trust wow. me. I still had student loans, yeah. which, I paid off this year. So <laughs> this year, holy fuck! Yeah, my schools were expensive, and yeah, I I paid them off. Hey, yeah, but I'm, hey, at least I paid them off. So fuck yeah, look at you, good. That's great. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But okay. but the reason I brought that up is because you're oh. like you went to school, you've been supporting yourself this whole time, working jobs. You now like what would from the outside seems like a pretty good job, right? Like working, like I doing, love what I do. Yeah, well, no, like. Now, I know now too, but even before you were doing this, right? So you're working for the firm. Then there you're like, like you were just, it, it seemed like you would say like, I guess you weren't fulfilled creatively and like in your life. And like, you wanted to make your own hours and do your own thing and be your own boss kind of thing. And then, so you left there and then this is where you got into the adult industry, right? Yeah. It was really, really quiet. I just hauled off. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I hauled off and because I knew that my health was more important than that fucking job. And I've always been self-sufficient and and it's always like things will always, it will get hard, but things will always work out. So, and then maybe they don't always work out to you how you expected, but like it will work out. So, so accept that. And so I hauled off and just quit everything, quit friends, quit people, quit jobs, moved all that stuff. And really it was just like, okay, I'm going to work on this. And you know, eventually you have to find another job living in Miami. It's not fucking free and, right, you know, right. savings and all that stuff does dwindle down. And I was like, yeah. okay, I gotta find, what am I going to do? Yeah. So I was searching through Craigslist of <laughs> all places <laughs> and I saw, and I, I was always a porn watcher, a free spirit, having sex, all that shit is fun. I was never Nothing shocked wrong about with that. that at all. Yeah. And, um, and so I saw to be an extra for Dancing Bear. And I was like, fuck, I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah, I want to go see uh, people fucking have <laughs> sex and blowjobs. This is great. Oh, that's great. So I was like just going down there really with the assumption of just being an extra. I get down and that's like the main headquarters of Bang Bros back in the day. Get down there, tons of other women, blah, 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 blah. They have us in a room and they go through this like laundry list of like, oh, you know, you kiss your friend, you make this amount. If you just want to sit there and clap your hand, you make this amount. If you want to kiss your friend, whatever. They were going to blow job that day and they needed to find people to do blow job. And I was like, boom. I was like, oh, I can make that for that. <laughs> do you, are, are you allowed to say how much it was? I don't even remember. Yeah. But it, it I wasn't I like, don't remember. it wasn't like 20 grand or any, it wasn't like, no, it was, yeah, no, no, okay. no, 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 yeah. no, no, it was, it was a few hundred but i don't yeah. i don't remember like it was like enough for me to be like yeah I'll do that. yeah yeah i'll suck a dick for this yeah who does <laughs> shit? Like, how much 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've always been told I was free. good. So I got this in the bag, motherfucker. Yeah. So anyway, they were like, cool. And I had big tits and I was thin. I had black hair. I had this whole thing going on. They put makeup on me, did my hair, got me dressed. I was like, I wasn't even nervous, right? At yeah. this, not yet anyway. And then they took us to location. We're in the location. I sat next to this wonderful woman. I kind of wish I would have stayed in contact. I would love to know where she is today. Because she really was, well, a, I mean, she was really a good wing woman. She And then like all of a sudden. Well, she's here on. right now. No, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and there was a girl before me. She took a really long time. And I was like, fuck. I don't really know. wrong time gonna... blowing the guy? Yeah, I just felt like it was like, oh, okay. Like, all right, hurry I'm up, bitch. What? Like, yeah, what's going on? on? And um, and so for me, I was just like, fuck, I don't want to take that long. I'm going to suck his dick like every fucking other porn I've seen. I'm going to use all the tricks I think I know, because, you know, whatever, we all think we have tricks. Sure. And then, like, um, you know, I'm just going to fucking go to town. Like, I want to get this shit done. I'm going to make this dude fucking come fast like it's not gonna be any you're not gonna have an option just yeah fucking come like fast. this guy's gonna not he's gonna like it yeah, yeah fuck yeah <laughs> all over my face like I'm, just, I'm gonna take that shit I'm taking your nut today buddy don't yeah yeah, yeah yeah i went in there like a champ you know so so they saw anyway. your dedication right away they They're saw like, how dedicated I was to blowing him and being sloppy <laughs> with it and everything else. And I was like, I took her hand. I was like, yeah, push it in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making all those seal noises. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. The noise I, is everything. <laughs> anyway, I did the job. Like, I knew that I understood the assignment, as they say. And, <laughs> and I got offered doing the boy girl next, which very next day which was really quite not the thing because bang bros is based on reality so mm -hmm. i was supposed to be the head bridesmaid and um for me to go from bride to the now i married milf that was just you know it was mm -hmm. quite interesting so very next day i had my first boy girl sex scene as milf soup and and uh yeah and preston parker actually filmed it no I shit. And I actually, that was the first time I ever squirted as well. No shit. And I, I was like, and actually, I'd have to watch the film again because it's been a long time. But I think like I never saw my body do that. I was like. <laughs> like, oh man, these, these guys really know what they're doing here. Holy shit. I was like, oh, sorry. And they were like, no, that was good. Was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So that's cool. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. It's cool with you. It's cool with me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. I guess this is how I do it. Okay. Nice. So that was a really neat experience. And um, yeah, and I did all that by I went down there by myself. I didn't be like, hey girl, do you want to go down with me? I went, I did it all by myself. I didn't, you know, he wasn't going with friends to talk me in or out of it. I was like, I'm gonna fucking do this. This sounds fun. Let's see what happens. And if you would have asked me at that time, even after the second, probably after even the first year of doing this job, doing this career. It's 2010, right? Is when you started? Yeah, 2010. If you would have asked me in 2010, like, well, where do you see yourself? I would have never guessed that. I would have seen myself winning awards. Yeah. Living in Vegas. Multiple awards. Multiple awards. Living in Vegas. You know, um, you, having multiple businesses. Yeah. Living out my passions and dreams. Living in actually a healthy a yeah. very healthy balanced life you know with work life and everything else that i'm doing uh, and uh, alexis really just... do do not sell yourself short you are an absolute icon in this industry you are a <laughs> yeah. massive star imagine this right there's movie stars out there that you know millions billions of people have watched your work and you have i mean i'm not trying to be crass but you've satisfied billions of viewers that is <laughs> thank you 
fucking incredible to think about that on a large scale. So, yeah. I mean, and I've been you know, for 12, almost 30, it'll be 13 years in July. Exactly. 12, Only yeah. like, you're, I mean, it's That's yeah, thir- 13 years, but imagine <laughs> that amount of viewers and that amount of time. There is no, no other industry on the planet that can claim that. Nothing. No, Nothing. no one jerks off to Daniel Day Lewis. Nobody. <laughs> no one. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody. No, don't, don't count that out. Trust me. Right. Trust me. I but see still, fetishes like crazy. I'm like, oh, like you, you do pe- people don't like. I feel like you know the with the rise of influencers and everything now, and the OnlyFans gimmick and all that stuff. They're just taking a page out of your guys's book because you guys have been doing that for since fucking day one. You mm-hmm. know, like. Yeah, and- it's kind of funny, like how, like, I, like it's, it's, it's. I love OnlyFans. It really has put a lot of it in our hands and stuff like that. But you know, there's a. I think there's a difference between just a, being a creator and also putting in the work and and be, you know crossing that into more professional sets. Correct. Yeah. Um. Not that I like my my content sets are professional. Like I run it just like I would run it on a yeah. Mind Geek set that I currently work now because I ate creates a safe environment like yes. i want you know i don't care like i don't care if it's content i want the other person to feel is just as safe as i do you know mm-hmm. and everybody in the room like everybody should feel that way yeah so holding that professionalism across the board i like knowing that i've had that experience so now i can carry that experience over into my own um producing and stuff like that yeah um that's another thing too yeah. you and, didn't, like, and that's, and that's also to, to knock some creators there's some really great creators out there that are doing some really beautiful work that i will actually be collabing with but because they're now recognized they're also doing professional shoots i've seen other professional performers shoot with them it's not just like hey john john smith down the street has an only fans you want to do some free yeah. content <laughs> like, yeah, yeah 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 you know what i mean like yeah. i want to see like a level of professionalism when i'm on set period yeah because I, I feel like that puts everybody at you know puts everybody in check that hey this is this is not a hookup this is yeah. this is professional we got paperwork to do and yeah. we got a job to do here let's yeah. create some great the- um quality content that our cross-reference fan base that hopefully us working together will only help us grow together yeah um let's create that and let's create it good when i'm about you're so we had a a, one of your co-workers uh adrena winters we had her on the show fan Mm -hmm. love adrena shout out fan of the show listen to the show um (laughs) she's great but she had said that on her shoot she went and her first one and she was like kind of surprised at how professional it was and i went in your opinion i want to ask you this so because porn has the stigma of being porn and there's like you know like it can be scuzzy and all this kind of bullshit she kind of thought at times that porn production shoots go over the top to be overly professional to be like no we're not especially now yeah they're like yeah especially now because we got yeah yeah i would say sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but like yeah just on that um especially now like even compared to when i first got in when i first got in i was lurking in miami we all had legal you had to you know we get asked if we're on any drugs or alcohol that we are consenting that we understand what's going on like we had legal we got paid in cash back in the day that was pretty cool but um, (laughs) now that's even gone further where you know we have boundary checklists everything is done on video so that you know the producer and the director and there's an on-set liaison there that is also watching the scene to make sure that everyone's boundaries are being 
respected. Now, grant, there might be something in a scene and, you know, you, you get, and you're like, oh, you know, you might grab a person's hair a little, like, and only like, oh, fuck, they don't like their hair, like, grab, then, like, yeah. you immediately, like, that's what it's there for. Like, sometimes you're yeah. in the passionate moment. Yeah. Sometimes things, you know, may happen, but you can, you can, like, it's, it's aware. Usually the other person's already been put on point, you know, it, it's, yeah. it just creates, and I, it just creates a really safe environment where everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. And I like that, you know, and um, yeah. Besides the dancing bear, the first, the first boy girl shoot you did the next day, was that like, how was that is your first, ex- first like boy girl experience? I know you said you squirted, but as far as like, oh, yeah, that was all professional. You, yeah. yeah, that was professional. Like I, I was like, okay, there was, but I knew that from the day before, because we still went through the legal, mm-hmm. you're still in the waiting, you have, mm-hmm. you know, hair and makeup, you wait over here. They kept the boys and girls separate, Yeah, you know, so there wouldn't be like any of that bullshit Wait. going on behind, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh like that. yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, I mean, and things, you know, things have just, I think things have definitely improved for a lot of performers. Now you have to understand that I can only speak from my own personal experience. Right, right, right. So my personal experience has been a very empowering, beautiful one. And I'm really happy and grateful for this, this career hundred yeah. percent. I can't really sit here and say like, I've had any bad experiences, you know, like That's experiences incredible. have always gotten better. If that makes yeah. me say that. Um, and I love it. I think yeah. this is a beautiful career. Yeah. Honestly, some I have a daughter and someone had asked me like that, you know, because we had talked about you being on the show and they were like, well, what if your daughter did that? Right. Like, what if your daughter wanted to be a porn star? And I told him this. I was like, look, if my daughter found fulfillment in her life and passion and security and this is what she loved and what she wanted to do, who the fuck am I to say anything? Right. Mm -hmm. I said, but the only time I would be disappointed in her is that if if she didn't do that and she would judge someone that did. That is the only time I'd be disappointed because who the fuck is she? No, like even if you know, even if you're in it for whatever reason, no one has the right to judge anybody for doing this. You know, like you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, it's exactly. It's like you know, I still pay taxes. I still like you know, I have, I still keep my P's and Q's. I show up to work just like I would show up to a fucking office. Yeah. You know, I'm working with it's colleagues I've worked with many times. You know, they're married. Some are married. Some have girlfriends. I don't give a fuck what their personal life is. I don't. Yeah. I don't. You know, after time of working with some people, like after 12, 13 years, yeah. or twelve years, you know, you do get to know some people personally. Right, you know, right. and stuff. But. I'm no, I'm there to put on a, a performance. I'm there yeah. to yeah. Um, create a product, a quality product to be sold to the fans that the fans are going to love. And that uh, keeps my job going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to put out like, I'm not. Yeah. And obviously you, know, it's, it's you do a good that. job. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. It's just like yeah. any job. I mean, on the first day, you're not getting to know all your, you know, personal details about your colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. maybe in the sixth year in, you'd be like, yeah, I know John. Yeah, he has a you know wife. Blah 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 blah. Like, oh yeah, how's this blah 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 doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just is like it, anything else. You know, is there um, is there a union? Do you guys have a union or no? God, I want to say like, I think there is one but, or something, but yeah. I don't fucking know. Do I don't, you, I couldn't. I don't. I wouldn't be able to speak intelligently on yeah, that at all. Yeah. Do you? Uh. So when we had Adrena on, like we said, she's based in the UK, and we mm-hmm. talked to her about the testing involved before shooting a scene, and mm-hmm. she had said it's monthly for them, but is is it biweekly here in the states? Is yeah, the art, art. Well, it's not required biweekly, but it is industry standard fourteen days. That fifteenth day actually increases your chances of you know some things that you can catch. 
yeah. much higher. It, it, yeah. It's surprising, but one day can actually triple and whatever on some That's... of those things. So we do it every 14 days and mm-hmm. it's a big full panel of all the, you know, HIV, gonorrhea, all, yeah. the, all the typical stuff. Yeah. Um, and how many times have you done it a million i've done it so many times like i actually have to give this vein a break just because i've done it so many times like, <laughs> they look like you got it it's like you're like always 14 days because you got weekends holidays and this yeah. and that or you're yeah. on vacation so like yeah. i gotta plan ahead if i know i'm gonna be over here but i gotta be tested over here i might have to test a few days early oh. like I, you know like i've had to test oh, you know? wow. and then, like so- you might be multiple testing in a couple months you know in a month month you can test literally three times easily what if Damn. but like what if you wanted to take like a break like do you still have to test if you want it like is it, does it just have to be I've just between stayed, 14 I've days between tested. a shoot okay I just stay tested and the reason i always stay tested is because you never know when someone's going to cancel and i live in a city in which has a lot of production yeah so someone cancels hey man we need a milf all right hey i'm tested i'm ready to go let's roll and you're an award-winning milf a multiple time award-winning stay t- and plus you know what it's nice knowing my results yeah you know, yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter, it will take most things five to seven days to show up anyway. So if, yeah. if I just had a scene and I go test the next day and then I don't test for another 12 days yeah, in there, something could have incubated. Yeah. Follow. So if I decide, oh, I don't have any shoots for the next 30 days, I'm not going to test. Well, what if something does incubate? And with women, you don't always tell right away. Does that like mm. we're going to have a drippy dick? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. like, yeah. Hey, is that green shit? Is that snot coming out of my penis? I should get this checked. Hey, doc, do you want to stick that thing up my ass? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hey, doc. Is yeah, that Q tip up my penis hole? Oh, yeah. dude, that oh, that's a fetish too. Time. Like, I, I should it just is. do that. Be like, How hey, do you want me to check your dick? I don't, it's, <laughs> isn't it called sounding or something? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah there sounding. is sounding. Wait, what is this? The sounding. tuning, the <laughs> tuning sounding. And they put like a little tuning fork down the, down your little pistol oh, and then oh, they like tune it. Oh. And that vibration goes down the shaft into your. Oh God. Uh, yep. oh, no. Give you shivers yep. at that spine, my love. Oh, it's giving me shivers. I heard about that in Philly. <laughs> wow. I actually enjoy femdom. So, okay. It's funny you mentioned that. We had a dominatrix on the show last week. Shout out Miss Pandora, fan of the show, listener of the show. Big fan of her. She's work, uh, she's friends with uh, in uh, Caroline Pierce. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know her. I don't know. I mean, I can't assume, like, <laughs> I shouldn't assume you guys all know each other. But... No, but I mean, like, you hear people's names. I don't, like, would say I know her personally. So, but she, so we asked her, like, one of the weirdest things that she got paid to do was a blind guy paid her to to record the sounds of her taking a shit, right? And wow. sell it to her, like... Have you at what is do you can you say like what is the weirdest request? Because like I'll be like, hey Joe, next time record. <laughs> well, you're kidding. Like, I'll have to record outside girl, the door. You don't do that, right? Girls don't make do a loud that, bell right? movement. Yeah. I, I've never recorded my shit. No, I <laughs> you're kidding. I, I've done a no lot way. of audios, but that is Get not one here. of them. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where where to put the mic. So <laughs> she she from what she said. And I hope I hope the guy doesn't hear this, but she said she staged it and dropped like a cucumber or something in there, you know. Or oh, like oh, what he wanted to hear the plop. He what did. if you don't have a plopper? What if that thing just just comes down like it's a pasta machine? He's creating a long ass noodle that gets yeah, in was... water before the plop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah. What if you're giving birth? That was here, so disgusting. Know? Are yeah. your listeners? You're like, what? 
mean, it's just like a shotgun spray, you know? Yeah. What if it's like I, I was like, get a you know what? I can look this up. I have a poop book in the bathroom over there. We can check this out. Man, we've talked. So uh, I'll say, Alexis. You're like, where so- is this going? No, no. It's, we've talked about way worse shit, literally, on this show. Um, but Alexis, uh, I want to ask you. This is another question, kind of off topic. Do you have a what is the word that you hate the most? That I, I, I don't know. I don't get offended by. Uh, I mean, not it offended, like a word you hate, right? Like the word moist. I like uh, the word moist. I like the I word like cunt. Word. I think it's fucking. Oh, I, I love, love moist. Cunt. Cunt. I fucking love cunt. <laughs> cunt is the best you're such nothing a moist be- cunt <laughs> nothing That's beats good. cunt cunt's the best i want to dip my pretzel in your moist cunt i don't know <laughs> all right the reason is that I bring mustard this up, I- yeah <laughs> I uh, is that mustard in your moist cunt <laughs> yeah uh but oh, you better uh, get yourself jacked uh, yeah. um you must have had some of that drippy word dip. i don't think there's a word that like i don't know i i All can't right. think of a word that i would just i i dislike i mean i don't like anything that's gonna you know be offensive to anybody right, else, right. Uh, that goes without like, that's an obvious yeah, yeah yeah but uh, sam do you have a word you hate the reason i'm bringing this up is because there's one word and i just can't fucking stand it and it's the word poop oh, i fucking hate the word poop <laughs> You just poop. I hate the fucking word poop. I fucking hate it. It's childish. It's a childish word. I fucking can't. I can't can't stand it. I can't fucking. My I have a three year old daughter, and I tell her to say shit. I was like, I don't give a shit. You say shit. You don't fucking poop in this house. We shit in this house. All right. Get the fuck. Grow the fuck up. All right. How old are you? Three. Why aren't you acting like you're four? Yeah. 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 Carrying your weight around here. Start saying shit. When I was your age, I had a full time job. All right. We had to walk to school. Or the dairy queen already by then. <laughs> I was doing yeah. nitrous at four. All right, bub. <laughs> I, was, but, I was dipping dilly bars yeah, good. one time. Yeah. Sam, do you have Are a you word? Are you sure that was a dilly bar that you dipped? <laughs> <laughs> Is that must, moist I don't think mustard? It's so did you ever dip something that you shouldn't have dipped in that hard, that hard chocolate, like that chocolate oh, that would harden? I did the cherry gimmick. I would take a Heath bar and and oh, like wow. oh yeah yeah sorry sam i interrupted you what were you gonna say uh i would say mine's a the phrase you heard mm, like you heard? Uh, yeah oh yeah i, I, I was probably some phrases that i'm not oh. keen on i didn't like it when white guys would say holler i didn't like that white guys specifically yeah there's a lot of like white guys that try to talk like they're hood in Philadelphia, which is annoying. Isn't that right? It just Justin? gets to me when it's like, I'm the only person talking to you or in the you room. Heard. And you asked me if you heard, like, obviously, yes, I heard. <laughs> Stop. Like, yeah. no, I didn't. Could you please repeat yourself? I think right. I couldn't I was, hear over all I the I was looking at you room. the whole time. I'm literally engaging. looking at you. Yeah. Having yeah. a cover. Yeah, I heard. Yep. Yeah. No, I got it. All right. Like, so I, I can't. Yeah. Who can? Who can? Fuck them. Fuck those. Fuck those moist cunts in their fucking drippy dick asses. <laughs> all right. Fuck them. Those fucking poop shits. Okay. <laughs> so. All right. Let's keep it. Moving. I remember. Uh, Simmer down speaking over of, there. Speaking yeah. of drippy dick. So I'm like, I'm 19 years dick? old. No, not time. anymore. I was not like 19 anymore. years old. And um. You know, like my mother, fucking like, people. Yeah. And okay. so I had only had a pediatrician. Like my mother took me there. And then like when my mother stopped taking me to the doctor, like I stopped going to the doctor. So I got a drippy dick. So I'm at work the one day and like stuff came out that wasn't urine and it wasn't common. I was like, this is new. Cause like <laughs> I haven't had that before. You got a third okay. option, apparently. Apparently, urinary tract infections the thing. And I didn't know what to do. And my buddy worked there. I was 19. So I was like, 
hey and they're like we'd been working together for like six months i was like but like i knew him and he was like 24 and i was like you ever uh piss not piss <laughs> yeah you ever get a drippy dick and uh he's like go to Planned Parenthood and I was like okay and then I went to Planned Parenthood and I I learned all about urinary tract infections and they put a q-tip in my urethra and I learned so much that day you're, you just had a your your uh, uranus what <laughs> I had a urinary tract infection oh that's it okay cool urinary so you're gonna tell me I had like gonorrhea or something no, I know like I was that. expecting a lot where's this more going than... yeah, I'm so scared really. he's lying I mean obviously like, he's had a lot you worse fucking? but yeah <laughs> I well, thought you had a very uh, active lifestyle there for a then, moment. I was like, wow, I, uh, I'm sure you weren't. I, I did it again and then had to go back to Planned Parenthood again. And the <laughs> same doctor was like, are you going to wear a condom? And I was like, I think I'm just going to fuck someone else. And they were like, or do that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. obviously the person you're fucking is fucking someone else. <laughs> so, yeah, you can always tell. Dude, just smell their dick. Yeah. It's scary. You got yeah. some stank dick. That's for sure. There is a third option that can come out. Yeah. God. Mm. Well, now you know. If you didn't know, now you know. So, okay, let's keep it moving then. Uh, all right. So when we had D Siren on the show, shout out fan of the show, listen to the show, big fan of D Siren. Um, she was on and I had asked her this, and I asked Adrena also, uh, but I'm not entirely sure it's not real. I think you'll confirm it, but are fluffers real? No. Ah, it breaks my heart it breaks my heart i thought this whole time there was fluffers no i've never walked on the set when it's like oh where's my fluffer <laughs> to town, make this pussy wet bitch <laughs> give me some head give me some head like come on yeah yeah <laughs> Get your own, like, no but like i mean we will you know you want to create a little uh you know you want to get to know your scene partner maybe just a tad i'm mean, not in a creepy fucking way or anything but like yeah. you know like what yeah. are your likes and dislikes because i don't want to touch your ear and be like yo man i can't come now because you touched yeah. my bottom of my ear yeah you know i always tell my scene partner you can talk to me during the scene if you like something be like yeah baby i like that i'll keep doing that yeah. i know it feels good and it's probably looking good and you know and so and so forth yeah and you know there's that's just you know common knowledge i mean not only just on our sets but communication with your partner and comprehending that is gonna go way far in the bedroom as well you know yeah. what i mean so yeah, yeah yeah what uh so yeah d when i asked d she's like you think someone's really gonna suck dick off camera dumbass and i was like yeah yeah now that you mention it um, yeah and, and it's not like that at all i mean if you want to like you know create a little chemistry and stuff like that it doesn't really happen off it's not yeah. like that because again, these sets are really controlled. They don't want anybody to feel obligated yeah. in any which way. Um, it's and really safety is the most important. Um, yeah. you know, at least the sets that I work on are all, you know, is the most important. And yeah. Well, so if you see like, like it's, a, it's not like, hey, I'm here to fuck the guy. Like yeah. no. So if you see like a behind the scenes hookup thing, that's all staged. That's not. Yeah. Like if you, yeah, if it's a like video, BTS, it's like, they're creating oh. the BTS and bringing yeah. you along. Like we might do that for content and stuff like that to create like the, you know, a little more BTS because fans really love that. You know, yeah. there might be more of a BTS type of camera, but I would say that's probably more for show and to get a little bit hot and heavy and crazy and excited yeah. and, you know, and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, so, D and Adrena, but I want to see where you're at on this. And I'm sorry I keep bringing them up, but um, they had said sometimes a guy can't get it up, right? Can't get hard on set. And that sometimes uh, like he, he'll ask his scene partner to help him, right? And sometimes the girl's like, no, fuck you. Go go do it yourself, right? Where do you stand on that? Are you a helper or are you telling them to, you know, go cheese it? Um, I'm 
create good happiness and karma with between my seed partner and I, because at the end of the day, we're not going to get paid unless he comes. So, you know, like that's why it's called the money shot. Get it. They need that. That's why like, you know, they will fake come shots, you know, set a fill that whole story. Yeah. But I want my scene partner to feel good. Now, if that guy's a fucking dick, probably not. But, you know, I'm, most of the time they're not. And they're yeah. like, if they need a little help, I get it. You're going to find that maybe more with the newer guys. Um, you know, they got nerves going on. They've got to control this. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. throw some yeah. fucking lube up there. Yeah. I can do whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't <laughs> you know, to help them out getting their dick hard a little bit and create that chemistry and make them feel good for a moment. It's all part of the like, yeah. a lot of times like during sex stills, it kind of helps, you know, like, cause now you're learning your partner's body a little bit, especially if it's a new person that you've never worked before. See the mechanics of what does turn them on. Do they like this? Do they like that? Cause oh, at the end of the day, you want a good scene to come out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, if you're just a jackass to your scene partner, you know, yeah. then that scene partner you're gonna have dick problems the entire fucking scene yeah yeah, yeah. now you've just like oh okay great <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean like it can it like create like you know and to each their own like i'm not saying right. it's a requirement and people don't like but I, again i'm speaking from my own personal uh behavior and how i like to conduct things again it's very professional i know that it's not like hey let me so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not trying to you know i'm not taking any video of that you know i'm not doing that for my social media I'm not doing that for my other stuff. I get paid to be on set. I'm there to, you know, produce a product and, and if my scene partner needs a little help. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's never, and honestly, it's not like you're giving a fucking blowjob for five minutes. It's usually like, oh, okay. That's it. Let's go. All right. It might yeah. be like, oh, I like my taint, you know, touched. I, you know, I like my balls to be touched a little bit. It'll just help me out. Some guys just like, actually there's some guys Hey, do you mind if I just go down on you a little bit, get myself hard? Fuck yeah, I can do that all day. Just let me know. Uh, we'll need about fifteen minute break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just joking, but like yeah. you know, there are some that um, that's how they maintain their their hard on. These days, it can be really hard on guys. Like sometimes in certain scripts, you know, you start out early, and you know, it's one of those up and downs. We're like, okay, the guy has a hard on. Now the guy is soft. Now the guy has a hard on. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you're a guy, you know, get a hard on, get a soft, get a hard on, get a soft. Tell me how you feel after a while. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you're a pro. That's why you're a pro. You know? Yeah. And I, I I like, you know, I take care of myself. So yeah. Nice. So, okay. Uh, So we, so in, in Europe, like we talked about, right. You are, you're world famous, right? Like your content has been viewed all over the globe. So Mm -hmm. when, you know, uh, someone else had told us that, when they're like when they were in the Europe, right, a fan would come up to them and be like, hey, I'm a fan, you know, really like your stuff, blah, blah, blah. But then in the States, you'll be at like the supermarket and some guy will be like, hey, I've been jerking off to you for years. Yeah. You know, like how what is what is it like for you? I mean, do people like scream at you like, oh, my God, uh, I jerk off to you all the time. You know, like what is people? It's a variety of people. And I don't think it's really to one location, this or that. I've had quiet people in the United States. I've had loud people in the United States. I've had loud, loud people in Central and South America. And I've had quiet people in Central and South America. Yeah. It's just going to depend on that person's behavior, not exactly, you know, the the, voca- the, the location of which they are. Yeah. It also depends on, you know, people at ABN are tend to be a little bit more louder. Why? Because they're probably boozing. You know, it brings mm-hmm. a little bit more loudness that comes with that. So, yeah. 
you know, again, please do it in moderation, but like, <clears throat> it just really kind of depends. I say majority of my fans are really um, respectful yeah. and kind to me and yeah. better. They know they're like, Hey, I sold that clip. And like, come on, just have some common sense, have a little, you know, a little bit about yeah. that. There, there are human beings that a don't watch porn maybe, or there's also young people that should be hearing certain things. Sure. So if you're in a public place, be fucking cool about it. Yeah. Like you don't need like and no you cannot kiss me no you cannot grab my tips no you cannot grab my ass no do not lift me I am not a fucking child I am an adult woman yeah. those things I will always say no to but if you want to take my picture you know like it's something really special and then I never get upset you can always approach me it's really something special like I've had more fans come out to me nervous and shaking like oh my god are you so and so usually in the airport when I look like shit oh my god are you also you know blah 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 and I'm like yeah are you shaking like calm down look at me. I didn't force my hair, bro. Like, we're no, cool. Yeah, stop. Like, you know, wow, you're, you're done, so down to earth. So it's just really cute. Yeah. So yeah. for all those fans listening, so what she's saying is don't be a fucking creep. Go up. Say you're a fan. You know, also, be polite. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Sorry. Yeah. Ahead. Also, what's really creepy is like, if you do see me out, don't social media me. Like, I could see you from the corner. Like, actually come oh up and say hi. God. <laughs> like, that's weird. Yeah. I saw you were at the bar or restaurant and blah, 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 blah. And I saw you. I'm like, okay, well, why didn't you just come up and see me? Because then I don't know if you'd like followed me and saw oh, me in the car. God. That happened to me at my gym. Like I come yeah. out to my car and I have a note on it. Be like, "Hey, I didn't know you came to the same gym as me." And then I'm like, "What's wow, weird? So what, did, what did they expect that to do? Like, what are they all in my head? I'm like, okay, well, don't take the same way home tonight. Like, okay, where where can oh I go in between God. now and home to maybe lose this? You know, is there yeah. in their car? Do they yeah. like? <sighs> and with license plates and everything like that, Ugh. people find out information on you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that is like that's the one thing about this in this industry that has to be scary <laughs> is that the level of fan can get pretty crazy at times. I assume. Yeah, like you well, told that story. Yeah, they're having an yeah. intimate moment, whether you're there or not. They're, they, you know, they're like watching you. Like, oh my god, what? And then they they yeah. associate that. You know, there's a lot of psychological dopamine, like like yeah. feelings and all that stuff going on that they're having that intimate moment, and they don't separate the human from that for the person on the screen. Mm -hmm. Yep. I don't know yep. if that happens with all like mainstream actors or actresses. I'm sure it does in some respect, but I feel, I feel that with adults, uh, with uh, people in an adult industry, it happens a lot. I feel yeah. like, and plus, to be honest, I feel, uh, you know, now with the, um, with everybody getting on OnlyFans, you have a lot more mainstream actors getting on. It's not so much just adult people that are on OnlyFans. Yeah. So now I feel like that playing field will be a little bit more equal, but like, we've always had such a tight connection to our fans Yeah. in some respects. I mean, mm -hmm. it's obvious, especially with the internet. I mean, as soon as the internet came on, then it was like, now they can with Twitter. Now they can actually communicate with us in some respect on yeah. Instagram. They're commenting. There's yeah. we have a lot of connection and a lot of you know tight communication. And so for some, they just don't they don't separate that. Yeah. No. I yeah. And it can be. I can see honestly. I can see how it'd be tough and it's scary. And you did tell that one story on the Highest Fox Show, which will be a link in the description. Check it out. But you did tell the story of when you had to get in that guy's face and be like, "Yo, get the fuck out of here," kind of thing. Because he was oh at the him. grocery store. Yeah. 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 That was, you know, I, again, I'm glad I, you know, I take boxing, not, not saying I'm going to take a grown man, but it's but still, not, not going to be an easy target. So, yeah, you know, you're not a fucking pushover either. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. And you know, what's crazy is I had a lot of people like, why didn't you take out your phone and videotape? I was like, because I was going to punch this mother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, these are like, no, I'm going to protect myself. I'm not yeah. interested in putting you on my social media asshole. I'm interested yeah. in 
it's and I, I think I even like it's like when I was going to the hospital, it'll be you, not me. I'm gonna tell yeah. you it's right yeah. now. You're like, getting busted in the nose, Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah. like and I I knew like saying help or any of those things, people would not come to, you know, people are not gonna pay attention. But creating a an a loud ruckus, I end up getting the attention of workers and things mm. around me. Yeah. Yeah. when i look back and i knew i had these two employees then i was like even more i was like yeah. all right we're gonna do this i, I was yeah. like near things i could throw at him yeah and he eventually he did throw up his hands went like this and ran out and yeah. to me that tells me it wasn't a fan coming up it wasn't like some guy trying to hit on me it was nope. there was an underlying very creepy evil thing i mean i swear the hair on the back of my neck stood up i was yeah. like this is this guy is not right yeah this yeah. is but- not right and if you yeah. just, and that's also, you got to become very self-aware, especially in this day and age, become very self-aware and have a defensive mindset. Mm-hmm. I knew right away the way he was talking and walking into this, uh, walking into the Whole Foods, it just wasn't normal. Yeah. It wasn't normal for a fan. I've had yeah. enough experience with fan experiences and I had enough experience of being hit on and that was not it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, and it was a time yeah. of a lot of masks. And the thing that I don't like about the mask, especially when you're outside, is that I could not to this day tell you what exactly his facial will look like. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. at that point, yeah. you're, this part is covered up. Yeah. yeah. And you could change, I could look a million ways. I could have yeah. a mustache, a beard, I could shave it off, I could dye my hair up here. You would never fucking know. I could wear contacts. You would never fucking no. yeah yeah and this guy could be following you again you have no idea yeah yeah you're absolutely no, right. I, I did talk to the manager and i did make it a point i was like you need to pull your camera you need to make everybody aware that if this guy comes in there's something freaky going on because yeah. they follow you out and it could like he could grab me it would look like we walked in together and then we walk yes. out we got in an argument yes oh we're gonna stay out of it it's a couple yeah. like oh we're yeah. having a couple spat you know yeah. like whatever weird yeah so being yeah. you know mm-hmm. And that's not a sense of paranoia. It's a sense of that's not paranoia. It's something that you legit have to watch out for. Ladies, don't be on your phone walking along on the sidewalk on the street. Wherever your focus is, that's where your attention is. And if I can, do you know how many people you can walk up and they would never fucking know it? Yeah. I mean, I know I'm a culprit of it. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't do that. I have, I've gotten into it. I'm trying to do a lot better with that. And I have, Yeah. but it's, you know, get off your phone. It's not yeah. even just a driving thing. Just, you know, even walking, like, especially if you live in the city or anything like that, just self-awareness is, is a huge thing. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Uh, you kind of alluded to it too, with being hit on what is dating like for you in the industry? Is this something you're comfortable to talk about? Yeah, yeah, I can talk about it. I don't date. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you don't date in the industry, but yeah. even like. Being- no, I won't. Like, I yeah. don't like to date. I haven't. I've never dated anybody in the industry. I've never dated a scene partner or anything like that. It's just that was my own personal boundary rule. Yeah. I don't like to shit and eat the same place. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. I want my kitchen and bathroom in different locations. Smart. Lisa. And <laughs> I don't know if you call it that, but yeah. Um, so. So, so and but, also like, I yeah. also didn't want to have any like, oh, uh, I want to be able to work with anybody and everybody that I want to work with. Right, 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 right. That's cool. Yeah. And um, but dating, I've dated outside the industry. Um, I've had very long relationships as that. And you know, it's been good. Um, I don't do dating apps. That's what? just like I, I'm either gonna get kicked off or fit catfishing, or somebody's gonna recognize me, and yeah. it's always that's a slippery slope, right? Yeah, yeah. So dating, I find, and I'm not a going out bar person. Like I'm not like if I go to meet people out, I go to my local places, I meet my friends, yeah. and I'm not yeah. there and interested in meeting anybody else. I'm not going yeah. there to pick like get loose Hook up. Yeah, yeah. Because they're to socialize and yeah. leave. Like that's about it. 
Yeah. So I'm not really doing those things. So I'm really putting myself out there, but I don't know. I'm so satisfied. I'm kind of like one of those people that doesn't really need a relationship. Yeah. I'm more like, I'd rather just have a bunch of different lovers all over the place, but you know, that doesn't even happen either. <laughs> what I mean, but like, do you t- like, say you're talking to a guy and he doesn't know that you're in, in the industry? Well, first of all, is, I'm going to get yeah. that out of the way right away. Yeah. You tell them like, Hey, just like a lot know. of times they already know. But like, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm just going to get that out of the way. Because first of all, I'm not going to sit there and waste your time or my yeah. time when it's going to be like, oh, you do what? And yeah. then I can always tell by the reaction. Is this a person like, oh, you do what? Because they're going to think, oh, I'm going to get fucked tonight. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First of all, yeah. I don't see your test. <laughs> yeah. Unless you have good lighting, Seriously. I doubt it. you know i've like men and women and stuff like that so the options are always there but i'm i really i work i'm i'm so focused on my own personal goals that dating isn't like i don't know it's not a really big high priority to me oh i'm i'm really satisfied in all pretty much in all aspects that's incredible I was going to say, would polyamory be something that you would be interested in? Yeah, those things. I like those types of relationships and and openness. And and honestly, that's because of the communication and comprehension that's required in those types of relationships. If you want to read a good book that you can really apply the principles to any relationship is The Ethical Slut. I really like that book. I highly recommend it for everybody. You don't have to be polyamorous. You don't have to be pan. You don't have to be this or that. But it's very simple, like like things that work in any type of relationship, comprehension, communication, honesty. And that's like saying, hey, these are the boundaries I'm okay with. These are what I'm not going to be okay with. And that, you know, that takes maturity and an emotional intelligence that I really don't think a lot of people have. And that's also <laughs> yeah. limits my dating pool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a lot 100%. Of- I'm not looking to take care of anybody. I'm not looking yeah. to have someone up my ass. I mean, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to partner and have a part or have partners in my life, I like for them to be successful. I like them to be going on and having like, oh, you're on a trip. That's fucking great. Like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah. Do you? We'll meet up, you know, we'll mingle. Oh, you want to meet up in Hawaii? Fuck yeah, I'll meet there for meet there for a couple of days. Yeah. That's the type of shit I like. That's the kind of shit I'm into. I'm not into like I don't I don't need to have your life um, sounds fucking awesome. You know, that's just that's me. That's just my personal like view of it. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, that's incredible. What uh yeah, nice, very nice. So okay. (laughs) No, uh, but I know are you speechless? Sexy, he's still confused over sexual partners in different well, locations. He's like, I know, not, right? Learn, I'm not fucking anyone. How do else. you do these things? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not for not for me, but Justin wanted to know what is polyamorous mean? So um and for me, my personal belief in it is that I don't think one person can be absolutely everything to another person. Yeah. Um, so you have multiple partners. Like when I was still married with my husband, I also had a boyfriend. When we lived in Florida, I had my husband. I had a boyfriend. We had a girlfriend. And, you know, and everybody I knows about each other. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> It's not hidden. It's no secret. It's like, hey, I'm going to go spend time with so-and-so. And And it's about balancing. Because sometimes like, and I agree with that. Like I can find things in a lot of different people that, and I don't always find it in all one. Yeah. And I, it's not about variety and all this fucking, it could be like, you know, I really enjoy hiking with this person. I yeah. really enjoy camping where I might not get that with another person, but I find something else I really love about this person. Maybe with this person, I do more theater type of shit or whatever. Mm. Like there's different variety. Like yeah. people are 
multifaceted. You don't have yep. to just stick to just, one thing. Yeah, but if friends. that works for you, that yeah. works for you. I would never tell anybody that, you know, polyamory is the only way. I would never tell anybody monogamy is the only way or non-monogamy. Dude, it's just be honest. <laughs> just yeah. be honest exactly. with yourself and yeah. with your partners and have the type of relationship that you want. It takes it's courage simple. to be honest though. Not everyone has that type of courage. And it's, it, you know, it shows the type of person that you are that you're willing to share, have the courage to share your feelings and what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. think you have to. I spent too much time not, you know, like, yeah. you, you go through fly. Like, I'm not, I'm not about that. Like, I, I've, I've got boundaries, I've got honesty. And like, if you can't be honest, like, and that's a big thing with me because my entire life is not my entire life. I do have some private things, you know, that I keep to myself a little bit, you know, but for yeah. most of my life, after the, the last 12 years is on the internet. Yeah. There's parts of me that I haven't even seen, you know, like, <laughs> um, so honesty to me is more important than any type of loyalty. Loyalty tells me that you will be willing to lie in order to stay loyal. I don't want people that are going to lie to me. I want people that are always going to be honest with me because I sometimes need to be steered in the right direction. Maybe I, yeah. I don't always have the right answer. Tell me yeah. the truth. Like, Hey, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't do that. Rethink it. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm always going to do whatever I want to fucking do because that, but I've learned to take those hints and suggestions from the people that really do care about me mm-hmm. a lot more seriously. Mm-hmm. Good. Because they're not telling me because they're trying to hurt me. They're telling me because they're being honest and they're yeah. like looking out for my best interest. And that yeah. to me is how your teammates, your team, your, your, your group of people, your, however you want to vibe with that. Um, that needs to be important. Honesty is number one. You know, Joe and I, it's funny, like my best friend, Joe, you know, Shout out. yes, we are best friends. Don't even shout out Asian Joe. <laughs> shout out to Asian Joe over there. He's, He's like, we're man. not best friends. I'm Co-host like, on the highest box. Wait till you see his shoes on the red carpet. They're going to be these. Oh, shoes. I'm excited for that. They're incredible. We're going to get, we're going to get those fucking things. Oh. Um, <laughs> You know, it's great. He's, you know, I mean, he's my business, he's my best friend and business partner. And the reason being is because he has no problem being honest with me. And, and I love that. And I have no problem being honest with him. And we can be like, we'll sound like, well, I sound like assholes to each other. But the next thing we're like, hey, you want to go for something to eat? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like we yeah. figured it out. We boom, we hear this is the situation. This is the situation. I'm not saying we fight like cats and dogs, but like we, you know, we get into it sometimes because I might have an idea. He'll be like, you know, I, you need to rethink it this way. And we got to rework that out. But yeah. you need people on your team that are going to keep you, that are going to help you with that. Yeah. I don't want people blowing smoke up my ass. God, yeah. I don't, can you imagine all the bullshit I could get myself into? Oh my gosh. You endless. don't grow from that. Yeah. You don't huh? grow. You don't no, grow you don't from grow people from blowing that. smoke. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, I've really learned in the last few years how, how important solid, cultivating solid friendships, or not even just friendships, cultivating solid honest relationships whether it's business friendship romantic whatever ship you're one of fucking sail <laughs> making them honest and com- you know honest and have a lot of communication honest communication and comprehension it just it just needs to be in every single one and it's okay yeah. to like you know have boundaries and know what those are and and communicate all of that yeah no i couldn't couldn't agree more plus two you need it i mean it's yeah like if they're willing to tell you the hard truths it's because they have your best interest at heart and it is difficult to find someone that's willing to do that but those are legit the most important people that they tell you shit they don't want to hear but they do have your best interest at heart oh yeah yeah and i'm like and that's the thing like i've learned too with self-awareness is that sometimes when you hear something if you get that weirdness in your chest and you're like well that kind of hit me different 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. pay attention to that. That's teaching you something. That's teaching mm-hmm. you something about yourself. And maybe you need to pay attention and be like, huh, why mm-hmm. do I feel this way? And how do I navigate through it? And what, you know, you figure it, and that's really getting to the root of your things, right? Mm-hmm. It's also yeah. learning about yeah. yourself in a deeper yeah. way. But yeah. yeah, if you get that tinge, take a deep look. There's something yeah. there. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So the next question is, um, what is the worst thing that you think, what is the worst thing about being in the adult industry? Uh, I don't really think of things like that. Um, worst, like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, worst thing. I mean, I guess like, other people's attitudes is really, yeah. that's nothing to do with me. It has everything yeah. to do with them. So I could care less. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you get a piss poor attitude, that's you. That's what I mean. Yeah. And that's really <laughs> yeah. someone's misconception about it. Yeah. Entirely. That's their, you know, it's their misconception or their own insecurities or yeah. their their own bullshit that's inside them. It has nothing yeah. to do with me. True. But I don't like, I don't really have any complaints. Like I really have, like, again, my personal experience has been one of a very positive one. Yeah. So, well, and I've seen things get better for us talents. So yeah. I, I yes. you know, and I don't, I think the things when people have misconception and they hear these horrible stories, um, I think. Uh, you know, I think like that, you know, you got to look at what production that happened on. Was that a smut production? Is that a legit production? Yeah. Or is it one of these bigger companies that are really taking care of the people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I'm contracted for a reason. And I like that contract because I am taken care of. Yeah. But I also, I'm an adult. And if I don't like something on set, I say it. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I've never felt is ever since I've been in this industry, I've never felt that I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. I've like, I like, you know, and I've been told, I've been told and known for, oh, well, you, you know, you're very, I'm like, yeah, well, why shouldn't I be? It's my buck and body. I don't want to do something. I don't do it. Goddamn right. You're goddamn right. And but nor should you have to. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's, but that's also like, you you know, from what we've heard today and like the, your story that you've told, you've been very independent and self-sufficient and that comes with like knowing what you want, knowing like protecting yourself and knowing like, this is how I want to do things and this is how it's going to go or it's not going to happen. And Hey, that makes that's like having a strong will like that is not a bad thing. You're not at all. Yeah. It's worked out to my benefit for sure. I would say. So then <laughs> yeah. On the adverse of that, what would you say is the uh, best thing about being in the adult industry? Besides like the worldwide fame, the critical acclaim and, you know, getting to bang hot dudes all the time. <laughs> and hot women. Don't forget them. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, uh, hot people. You get a lot of female fans, too. Yeah, I've been getting more and more. Have you looked at her? But this is the thing. This is where I think the mainstream products are really helping me out because I'm gathering more female fans because when they buy my calendar and they're seeing it's safe for work, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, oh, and then they can like I can I'm I'm not scary. You yeah. know, I'm like, like, yeah. some, like, they're like, oh, okay. They can, she likes coffee. She likes normal human things. She, she has likes a mind. hiking. She I has like a brain there. on her. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, all That's, these awesome yeah. things. Yeah. Um, so sorry. The best thing you. I've ever yeah. had in my life, or, or I mean, in the industry, the best thing I can think of is the autonomy I have over my time. That is the, the, the best gift that you can ever have. When you can yeah. create your every day, the way you want to create it, mm-hmm. and you have that full autonomy stress goes out the window because really, honestly, everything that you make yourself is all up to you. So you are your master creator of your fucking reality. You can take control of that and then you can decide where you go. Yeah. You're not allowing that up to anybody else. Yeah. When you have autonomy over your own time, man, then you can, you can put in there life work balance. Mm -hmm. You get to work when you feel your, your best. Yeah. Like I know the times that I have, I'm going to be my most productive, be most productive at midnight. I'm done. 
Yeah. I'm most, you know, I'm not, you know, not everybody's most productive between eight and five. Yeah. You know, people have to come, you know, take that in consideration. Yeah. Um, so I have full autonomy over it. It doesn't mean that I, I take a ton of days off. I actually work every single day on something. Yeah. I have a lot of shit going on because A, I fucking love it. Yeah. I love creating new products. I love creating new jobs for myself. Joe loves it too, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we have a lot of fun. I love it. Yeah, but um, no, but that also takes like like we said, strong will and commitment to ded- and the dedication to put in that time. Because there's a lot of people that have time and sit around and, and fucking do nothing. And I'm not saying you don't need to relax and stuff, but you're you have you control your time, but you're also putting in a ton of work when mm-hmm. you want to work but it's when yeah. you want to do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. like social media itself is a job. Sure. I'm not getting paid that time, but if I don't do it, it's not going to lead to more yeah. people. True. You know what I mean? So indirectly, if I pays you in some yeah. weird way, yeah. Oh, no, um, yeah. eyes on the product. Yeah. You know, I have things I want to accomplish and things I want to do and I'm having a fucking blast at it. So why yeah. not keep going at it? You're living you know? the life. And yeah. I love it. And I, I, I've really been able, because of that, I've been able to create a very healthy happy life for myself and i think that create you know like i said earlier i feel full like i'm satisfied with mm-hmm. with my life i'm satisfied with, like and that doesn't mean i don't want more mm-hmm. and more thing or not, uh, it's not materialistic but like doesn't mean i don't like i'm just gonna stay satisfied and i'm not gonna grow i'm like yeah. i'm satisfied with the like i accept change and i accept yeah. that growth and i know sometimes harder the change the bigger the growth's gonna be <laughs> so it's kind of like i'm here with open arms let's go let's do this let's fucking go it's go time yeah. let's hit our fucking goals let's hit that like a bull like a like a like bullseye every single time yeah and you know that's dedication to myself that's because i love myself self-care isn't going to get your toes and your nails down self-care is really spending time with yourself and learning about yourself and growing and mm-hmm. accepting these challenges in life yeah i don't know no you're ab- yeah. you're you're absolutely right so okay uh, let, uh, uh so the next question is what is a performer that you haven't worked with? And I like, I'm, there's probably not many, but a performer you haven't worked with that you would love to work with. Uh, I haven't worked with Kiss of Sins. Um, that would be really fun. Um, like, I don't think her and I have ever had a scene together. Scene, well, you scene. Know you're going to, but, you know, oh. oh, yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's quite a few probably that I haven't worked with. There's actually a lot of people in the industry that, you know, we float around and stuff like that, but you know, there's always new people and there's always new opportunities. I don't really, I don't pick favorites. I don't do any of those things. I, yeah. and you know, everybody brings their own unique thing to the table mm-hmm. at, you know, especially at this level. Yeah. So nice. Awesome. And then, uh, what is your favorite type of scene to shoot? Um, I'm not, I just like a good old gonzo scene. Just because it's hot and sexy and it's usually <laughs> wet and oily and fun. We're just fucking for the fun of it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, there's, there's not a like a set structure. Fucking. Like, okay, yeah. well, we need to get reverse cowgirl in this one for about three to five minutes. And then we want to flip it around and like, don't script my fucking sex. I've been doing this for 12 years. I know where your camera is. Yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. me do my job, sir, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> do, you, do you like the production side of it? Like, because yeah, you've produced and stuff. If you direct it also? Um, well, I mean, we do when we do our own content. You know, true. I'm producing yeah. that and directing because I want to like, you know, um, Very true. have it a certain way. Um, yeah. I have written, like I've done Voyeur Next Door. I did, yes. um, uh, I really did, um, yeah, the Voyeur Next Door. I did, um, 
Unbound, a few mm-hmm. other things, you know, I've mm-hmm. written those. Those were just ideas that I came up with in my, in my own head. So to see that produced by a big company was really fucking great. Yeah. Um, so really cool. awesome, actually. Yeah, Digital Playground did that, right? Yeah, Digital Playground did Unbound and Voyeur Next Door was by Browsers. So yeah. one was a four-part series and one was a three-part series. Yeah, and awesome. so yeah, I love doing that kind of stuff. So I love the whole aspect of it. Like I love writing. I love using anything creative. Like, yeah. And that's another thing I love about the also the industry. It's giving me a creative outlet, yeah. and it's variety. And I'm, you know, I don't always look the same. Mm-hmm. And you know, I can be a doctor. I can be a lawyer. I can be this. I can be that. It's just yeah, hard. yeah. And you get to have um, fun doing it, and you get to bang hot men and women. So shout out, you know. Right? That's always <laughs> uh, a plus. Always. I mean, you know, not everyone gets to go to work and, you know, bang the hot person there. Usually they have to not do that. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So then you, you know, you, from what it sounds like, you've just had such a great experience in the adult industry and everything like that. Do you have a worst moment in the industry? Bad. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have any bad worst no, stories. That's, yeah. That's great. That, I mean, no, good for you. That's awesome. Glad yeah. to hear. What it then? What would you say is your best moment in the in the adult industry? I think I, you know I've had a lot of great moments. I you know a one of the best moments is seeing like something that you create, you know, imagined in your head, wrote down, get created. That's a you know a really phenomenal moment. Yeah, winning ABN and Xbiz both in one year, phenomenal moment. Yes, uh, being able to actually walk up on stage to accept it was a phenomenal moment. Yeah. I thought I was going to puke. It was great. Um, <laughs> I didn't thank Joe. He doesn't let me. If I win this year, I'll thank him. He's the only person I think. I'll be just, Joe deserves this award. Come up and accept it. Um, you know, all those phenomenal moments are really yeah. good. I love, yeah. you know, I love being on set. I love what I do. I love, yeah. I love everything about it. Yeah. The, honestly, I will say this, like, as far as like creating content in any form of any medium, but in creating content, once you have something like you visualize and you put in the work and are able to see it come to life, that there, there, there is like an addiction in that where you're like, God, I just want to like, then you start visualizing other things. And then you realize that you have the power to, to create what you what you've envisioned and that can be very addicting and it can be very fulfilling too. And I see where Mm -hmm. you're at, where it's like, you find a lot of joy and fulfillment in your work. And that's very, I mean, a lot of people are very, very envious of that. So, okay. So we are coming towards the top of time. Alexis, I will say this is that there has been like the porn star stigma of like ditzy and, or drugs or, you know, whatever. And you are anything but that you're very well-spoken, great storyteller, very smart, create And like, you know, a lot of courageous adventure in, and, but also, you know, you're, you've put an entrepreneurship together where you have a ton of industry and business behind you. And you've done all these things and had the courage to, go down all these avenues that a lot of people wouldn't do that so you know salute to you and i mean honestly like you i mean i i don't know if it's corny but you give porn stars a great name and like you're a credit to your craft <laughs> thank you that's actually no. really cool i'm glad no. i do that <laughs> no you definitely do so i mean i know justin sam and i are all on the same page with this but alexis we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing yeah to of course yeah oh, i would God. love to just let tanya know 
No, oh my Look god, yeah, Tanya's Tanya's great, isn't she? I love Tanya. Yeah, I love her. She's a sweetheart. She's awesome. She's been I mean, my PR for a while now. She's, I mean, she's. I've only ever emailed with her, but all the emails have been fun. She seems cool. <laughs> she is. She's cool. <laughs> I'd love to have her on too, because she's been in the industry for a while, also. But yeah, most definitely, I'm gonna have her on mine for sure. Yeah. Next time she comes out to Vegas. I would do I would love to do that. We do these things sometimes where they're called round tables. We'll have like like I had a Henzo Gracie round table and we had like a this this local high school round table kind of thing. We had like a handful of people that all have that thing in common on the show and like, you know, just did a panel about it. And I would love to have like a porn star round table where it's oh, just like a gr- like a group interview. I mean, I mean, you know, talk to Tony. Maybe we can set that up. But yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Nice. But so we are coming to the top of time, Alexis. So if there's anything you want to say to the Alexis Fox fans out there, I will say this. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. But in the description, we will have a link to Highest Fox. We will have a link to the High AF Coffee. We'll have a a link to shit. Malbec. Malbec. Yes. And then uh, I'm going to try it. Yeah. So and we'll have a link to any anything else, you know, that Alexis Alexis wants. So but Yay. do you have anything you want to say to the fans before we get out of here? Um, first, thank you so much. Just continue to support me, buy my products. You know, um, we're going to be releasing a bl- Alexis Vox Blonde Ale that will be available here in Las Vegas. Uh, it's like a Very microbrew. Cool. Um, we'll have a MILF Stout December 16th coming out here just for our Christmas holidays. Nice. To be looking out for those new products, um, buy yeah. my coffee, highafcoffee.com, mm-hmm. foxfans.com if you want to get naughty, just Fox it if you want to keep it safe. Ooh. And um yeah so let's see oh and the highest fox show the podcast we stream on all the major channels but yeah follow me and, let's go and, and you'll and you'll be doing an appearance uh january 4th through the 7th at the avian adult entertainment expo in las vegas you'll be signing at the brazzers booth right yep yep and, and then also for x3 for and expos awards as well also for brazzers and that'll be on january 14th and 15th for the x3 show and that's in la right Correct. Awesome. Yeah. So for all your fans out there, yeah, you had a chance to go check out Alexis. I'll tell you, she's freaking awesome. So Alexis, man, I can't thank you enough for this. Thank you so much. Justin, anything you want to say to J Dub Nation before we get out of here? No, this is this is awesome. You're funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You have a good old time. Oh, you're the best. Sam. Anything you want to say to the scrum diddly umptious faithful before we get out of here? First of all, I just want to say I, I'm inspired by you. Your story is great. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate the time. No, seriously. Uh, wow. And um, thank you. Thank you for letting us do this. Yeah. Thank you. I've been excited all week. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate each and one of you. Oh, you're the best. Well, speaking of being appreciated, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the sweetheart Sam Boffman, and our guest today was the one and only Alexis Fox. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk. The Working Bee Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives.gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Bye, Tom. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? 
Have you always dreamed of writing a book, but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.